everybody. Welcome back. My name is Jared Sarton, and I will be your dungeon master for this wonderfully spaced out adventure here. Everyone except uh, Garth and Ari are doing their due diligence, but uh, they live together, so whatever. Yeah. But wait, uh, oh, you said you said spaced out, and I'm like, wait, we're suddenly in outer space for this next yep. session, and I'm yep. like, so well, this has got. Real. I just thought we oh, had, sorry, had, I had our spaced out. It's so yeah. funny that he's totally like not acknowledging that we're sitting right next to each other. They do wonder about that too. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Illusion. This this is a uh, well, we are a Dungeons and Dragons group that plays on the first and third Saturdays of the month. So to the new folks here, thank you for joining in. Um, to those of you who have been here, welcome back. Um just to quickly go over a few things, we do have a few sponsors. We want to shout them out because even in this time, they're doing great. They've got a lot of stuff that they're selling. Uh, Austin is showing the first one here. That is Blacksmith Craft Dice. Um, we have a it bunch. It might be backwards. It might be actually. backwards. It's not. It's I don't not. Know. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Uh, we have a bunch of dice here that we roll on stream. So they're metal dice. They have a lot of great. Colors, designs, cases, etc. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there finally uh, came into focus. I, we can actually see it. Yeah, so these guys are amazing. You can find them on Amazon. There's a link below. Um, oh, matching dice. That's the dice. same one. Got, uh, nice. got the same dice, yo. We, How'd you get the same dice? Aw, it's like it's like out my sponsored eyes. by them or something. Um, <laughs> we we also have a few others. Uh, we have critical treasures. You see this beautiful dice bag here, and uh, on the undersex screen. Uh, there the is, is massive though. There is a lot of great treasures that Critical Treasures creates. Um, lots of dice bags, pins, etc. Gaming pieces. Um, take a look at the Etsy again, link below. And finally, I am hyped up on caffeinated cobalt right now. Because I right made mochachinos with yeah. them. So if oh, if this D and D episode goes too quickly, sorry. Not sorry. Um, Not until I finish this. There it is. So, <laughs> thank you for joining in, everyone. Um, please let us know in chat, because we do read chat. Uh, if we have any issues on the stream, we're going to do our best to continue along. Um, but I think we're good right now. And Awesome, is ch uh, awesome Shoe is chatting <laughs> with chat already. Wow. This is going to be a rough one. Focus um, on the game, Austin. <laughs> Focus Sorry. on the game. <laughs> um, one other thing here, you'll see it actually below me right now. It just disappeared. Um, we do have some tips and donation stuff that we do. Um, so if you tip at a $5 level, you get one of these beautiful scrolls drawn. Um, that affects the game with some mild effect. Um, so it's mild magic. Um, something interesting, fun will happen. Nothing too devastating. But if you tip at the $10, uh, you get to assign a re-roll to any one of the people on screen here. Uh, one of the players, the DM. If it gets assigned to the doggo, then it actually goes to the in-game doggo uh, that Lilari has. Um, and then also at the $20 level, we do have um, a friend or foe approaches. And that will change the game up a bit. Miss Lauren. Point of clarification, the $5 is randomly assigned, not just random on there. So just yes. to make sure yes. you can assign mm -hmm. the 10, but yeah, you can five, assign a 10. Play some chance. Oh, Shadow and we, we already see this happening. Shadow Reels is resubbed, and you'll see below me too, there is Sassy Ash, who is our hype boss right now. And mm -hmm. if you, oh, 
and the real POTUS came in and is now the new hype boss. So here's what happens. Uh, the real POTUS is now the new hype boss. Um, what did you do? I don't, I don't know it what you did, It doesn't tell us POTUS. what you did, so we don't know he, how it, you... He converted from a trick climb. Oh. To real. Oh, Risa. Because well, he's real, like the POTUS. So, POTUS, um, you are a, a good example of what happens. Um, if you take that person down and become the new hype boss, you he get to assign a free nat 20, meaning anytime a d20 would be rolled, that player can say, no, I'm actually going to make it a crit. Um, or a, just a straight-up 20 on that roll. Um, so feel free to put it in the comments who that goes to, POTUS, and we are going to kick off the game. Yeah, game! All right, players. Oh, well, oh. he just said to Shadow, Shadow Reels gets to assign that. So, Shadow Reels, if you hear this, uh, POTUS, <laughs> POTUS is saying you get to assign who that goes to. Um, the morning starts off with the baker screaming in excitement just down the road as Shadow Reels opens her shop. Uh, Shadow Reels, you get to assign a, the, the nat 20 to anyone that POTUS had won from uh, becoming the hype boss. Including uh, Doggo! So, uh... The morning starts off with uh, the screaming down the street and fresh breakfast being made. The, the breakfast is quite strong in aroma. It smells like they're making big batches of meats and breads this morning. Um, I believe you all ended the, the day, I believe, with drinks and yes. then heading to bed? Yes, yeah. perfect. So... so each of you has your morning routine. Is there anything special you'd like to do before heading down to breakfast? Um, while we're... Because we are in Linus at this point, yeah? Yes. Um, I'm going is Lord, to... Is Lord with us, or did he go back up to his room? <laughs> he came into the tent, remember? Didn't you? That was during our story. Oh, I came in. <laughs> I was not we, sure what was going on. The pillow fort. The pillows and all. The pillow goblins eating pillows. Uh, I probably went back to my room after, yeah. In the morning, I'm going to take a a quick second and reintroduce um, Valari to our mouse companion. Oh, Avi! Avi, who... I didn't forget about you. Avi, who had uh, traveled with Rumiel for the last week or so, squeaks excitedly and twirls and hops over to Valari and... Gives her a little mouse kiss on the cheek and then runs back over to Rumiel and uh, is excited to have his friend. I've never seen her so happy. You're taking good care of her, I guess. Which, of course. <laughs> you did give her to a druid. So. I know. They, they had a special <laughs> bond. Astro did see that and was happy. Uh, he walked over and wags his tail and watches the little mouse and does a little bounced excitement to notice that there's an animal friend in the midst. I scratch his head. Also, thank you, Shadow Reels. Thank yeah. you. All right. Anything That's else funny. before uh, breakfast? Dracland. So I, I did my usual, like, waking up at 4.30 or 5 <laughs> to do my sword practice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and then it was kind of like the, the first moment, like, Dracland made that joke yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, last week, but yesterday, about uh, <laughs> like how he practices flying while sword fighting. He hasn't really. So this morning, it was like cast fly on himself <laughs> and like sword fighting forms through the air in, in midair, flying around like 
discovering it was much harder than he had first imagined. Uh, and then he will take a nice long short rest and regain his spell slots. <laughs> a nice but, long uh, short that, rest. That's what my <laughs> well, I like, I, warlocks get them back on short rests. That's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's actually a short rest, but yes. uh, but that's my morning. I kind of and then I will like rather than just going down to the inn like normal like. Like, I'm kind of, like, warming up, and I come to the room and, like, come back to the pillow thing and, like, make my way in late morning, like, uh, uh, hello, friends. Oh, welcome back. Good to see you, Mr. Lord Draculind, it was, yes? Yes. Very good. Uh, Normally, I keep to myself, (laughs) but uh, I'm finding myself becoming fond of you folks, so uh, here I am, I guess. Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing push-ups, and I'll stop. <laughs> come in. Excellent morning workout. I just finished my workout just a couple hours ago. Ah. Garth walks out, and over the circlet is a sweatband. <laughs> and there's two sweatbands here, and he's wearing some really high, very white socks. <laughs> is elastic a thing here? No, it's just some really bunched up uh, cotton. <laughs> Please tell me I cast so it looks like a sweatband. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, anyone for a little light calisthenics? Starts touching his toes, which isn't very far to go. <laughs> <laughs> a pillow goblin steps up next to you and does similar, but doesn't have any toes to touch. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Winnie the Pooh, like, doing his morning stretches. Yeah. <laughs> How tall are these pillow goblins? Up. Uh, they stand about two and a half feet. Okay, and then how many of them are there that I'm uh, seeing? You see two or three ones working out with Garth. Um, there's a couple others that are putting together um, what seems to be a platter of sweet rolls. And yes, real sweet rolls. Um, oh, there they these ones are real. For like some the reason, cookies. For some reason, they bring you a, a sweet treat whenever you're around uh, to each of you. And so some sweet rolls come around as you're all working out and doing your thing. They must have got the Excellent. rescue from the bakery. I'm just eating. There's no workout. I'm just eating. So guys, say need to combo load. <laughs> right. It's going to be a big day. And I was just curious, Garth, if in any of your books, mm-hmm. it talks about the Dragon King. Like, do we know what we're getting into? Is Ebrin going to be okay? Like, Can I roll history on the Dragon King? Sure. Uh, no. 17. In a true form, Ari's concerned about Ebrin. <laughs> uh, I'm concerned about our quest. As, of as, course. Uh, of course. As you are looking back through your books um, and some of the things that you've seen in this world, you have seen mention of the Dragon King, but you aren't sure what that means per se, because the Dragon King isn't something of your world in Faerun. Yeah. Um, I've seen the name. So it must be important, because ink is not cheap. Okay. (laughs) No Tiger Kings. (laughs) Uh, Well then, I vote we get some breakfast and then go by the shop. Oh yes, we must go to Perkins. I told him first light. Uh Ooh. Ooh. Okay, breakfast to go. Let's go. It's... We're underground, so I think we'll be allowed a little bit of leniency. That's fair. Of course. Of course. All right. Mm-hmm. As you make your way out through the inn, uh, the barkeep 
waves you down and points to a couple tables. Where would you like to sit this morning? Uh, no time. We have an appointment. Breakfast to go, please. Uh, I need the brew. Uh, mm, the the ale brew or the... No, 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 no. It's, it's good gracious, man. It's morning. The excitement um, brew. <laughs> All right. Cool. So? No do, you, do you have... Here. Do you have this uh, is it an option to take the ale compartments? <laughs> the boxes with compartments. Um. <laughs> put some food in them and then save them for later. You you don't like your food to touch. We do we do have um some nice oil skin sacks here. We can throw food in for you. <laughs> Thinking more like a box, like a fancy. Okay, never mind. Um, hang on a second. He leans down, pulls out a couple older wooden bowls. Um, we can put some food in this for you to go. I don't need them back there from our last set of cutlery. Oh, yes, those don't match the current set at all. <laughs> no, but we might have to pull them back out if you torch the place again. She did it. Wait, Won't happen. She did it. All right, well, here's right. a few bowls. Um, he knocks on the kitchen door. Hey, can we, can we get some food out here? And uh, a few... Plates of food are handed out, and he starts scraping them into the bowls for you. There's eggs and meat. Um, huh. And then he looks around and tries to figure out what to do with the additional sweet rolls that he got from his kitchen. Um, do you want uh, these to sit on top of the meats, or take them I'll to just go? I'll carry it. Just... Thank you. I just... Yeah. The bento box, as Potus yeah. is. <laughs> uh, you get a bowl. You get a, a wooden bowl, not a bento box, but um, bless you. Bless uh, you. Salud. He, he sends you on your way, waves you off, and uh, as the door starts swinging shut, you hear, it'll be on your tab. Oh, have they been tracking all of this? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think you were getting it for free. Well, we've, we've never had to pay for it before. Before we leave, I just yeah. want to have a quick interaction with the innkeeper and just be like, have you ever seen something that looks like this? And then I'll pull up my hand and like a minor illusion, one of the, like an image, like a small, obviously, image of like one of the pillow goblins. <laughs> and be like, have you ever seen something that looks like this? The, the innkeeper kind of pulls back as he sees the image appear in your hand. Leans in. Oh, trickery. Um, is is this a character of yours? Are you a storyteller? Okay, you've never seen something like this. I, I'm just making sure that I haven't gone crazy. So, okay, great, good enough for me. All right. Well, good luck on your stories and your puppet people. Thank you. <laughs> puppet people. I'll kind of walk away, being like puppet people, huh? <laughs> hmm. All right, as you enter the lower city, uh, morning has begun. At least you believe it to be morning. Uh, You see a few stalls being set up. Uh, Just across the way, you see some food being set up for for selling. Uh, You actually see a few children this morning running off as they're getting ready to go to school. Uh, It seems like life is coming back into order a little bit, Uh, but you do notice in the distance where the hole in... The, the lower city is um, sunbeams are shining down brightly and lighting up that part of the lower city well. Um, there's some makeshift gates set up around the hole to keep people away from falling into this abyss. Uh, you do see also a few uh, sets of guards in lighter leather gear repelling down the hole as if they're trying to understand what's going on uh, mm. down below. But... Uh-oh. 
But at this point, you don't think they've found anything as they're all just kind of like pacing and looking and uh, more or less just investigating and less so like hunting down something that has happened. Mm. Mm. Um, once we're outside, um, <clears throat> I'm going to give a little whistle uh, to call B1RD down. Yep. Now, knowing he runs on magic, I'm actually going to do one. He is made of metal, yes? Correct. Okay, I'm going to do a little, I'm going to produce a flame, which is obviously magic, um, and have him kind of hop into it so that he's not, like, burning up. Um, but sweet. he's, I'm, yeah. like, kind of recharging his battery he's a little bit. His as, as he flutters down in, he actually starts fluttering his wings, and you see him fluff up yeah. kind of, like, the feathers on his back, and you see all the mechanical gear yeah. inside, and he does what, like, a typical bird bath would be. Yeah, just like... Tossing himself around in your hand, but mm-hmm. you see the the sparks glowing. Um, you do catch sight of that ring that you guys had placed in um, a couple right. weeks prior, um, and mm-hmm. it glows bright, and he... Is there any elvish lettering on the ring? No. No. <laughs> okay, good. It is not I just wanted to it... make sure... <laughs> You, you feel the presence of a giant eye staring you down. <laughs> no, uh, you, you see that... <laughs> you see that he he absorbs that and becomes a little bit more vibrant and alive. Uh, and he flies up and sits on your shoulder. Doobly-doo, thank you for the sub. Yeah. The DM chair is just really excited to have like the chat screen in front of him because oh, yeah. he never gets this, so oh, he's yeah. really oh, like savoring <laughs> it. He's like, I see everything. I see. Well, I got monitor for you, just so you can have that somewhere. I know, I know. We got it. Uh, we have no space in this place. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you are Good standing chatter. outside, and yes. uh, the morning has just begun. The moment just begun. So, so if I remember correctly, we think that something this Dragon King is supposed to be resurrected or created in that in the hole where we were, because that's uh, where the lad was going. Yeah, as far as you understand, as far as you understand, that's what uh, you had heard that there was some ritual to bring back the Dragon King. Right, and that wasn't the ritual we watched, right? That we interrupted. I, that I don't know. I don't think so. He seemed to he seemed to think that the, the ritual, the summoning, whatever it was, was supposed to happen today. I don't know. What we interrupted could have been some sort of precursor to that. Um, as maybe if they... Tea. they uh, what was that? I said maybe it was a tea party. I've never been to one of those, but... You should try. I've, I've... Frightfully boring. Mm. No way. Very fun. Lots of gossip. We went to very different tea parties. You <laughs> in that, we approached them in very different ways. <laughs> Welcome, Penguin Witch Doctor. Glad you made it in time. And Broccoli Howard. And Broccoli Howard, as people held them up, yes. We do use mm-hmm. physical dice. A lot of these happen to be from our sponsor, Blacksmith Craft Dice, and they're awesome. I want to know more about this tea party you think is going on. <laughs> Let me take some <laughs> vigorous notes here about tea parties. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, but I don't. It, it almost seemed as if uh, they were doing this either so they could they could set up this this summoning because obviously something needed to be prepared. 
Um, if they were trying to turn this, that weird froggy thing, they were trying to transform him into something. Has anyone uh, ever seen one of his kind before? Because he was... Um, I don't think I have. I know I've kind of been out in nature. Is that something that I do a check on? History! Uh, You can do a history or a nature, but I'm going to say I don't think any of you has really seen this thing. Um, From from your nature knowledge, Rumil, you would say it looked like a weird mix of a frog and an octopus of some sort. Right, but also huge. Huge and bipedal and frog and yeah. octopus. Like, it doesn't make yeah. sense in your mind why those things are together, but that's kind of what you understand it to be. Right, right. So if they were trying to uh, transform that creature into something else, perhaps it required something of that creature's magnitude to house the Dragon King? I, I, I'm, I'm sort of... House uh, as in, like, be pregnant with? Uh, to possess fully. It could be that Ibrin can't quite contain the Dragon King okay, at his fullest true. extent, um, and so the Dragon King must possess another another being of greater magnitude. Um, again, shooting in the dark here, but trying to piece together whatever random bits of information so I can cobble shooting. together. I need an arrow. Perkins, maybe Just one? Know. Well... No, that's a good point. Perhaps Perkins, uh, being in the area, would have a better knowledge of, at least from what you say, he might have a better knowledge of what we're dealing with here. His family has done many adventures and dealings. Oh, they well, that could be very helpful then. Comic book about it. <laughs> okay. Perkins it is. That probably be the next, the next up then. All right. As you, as you recall, Perkins had said that he was off to the western side of the city, near more of the the slums area of the lower city. Um, You head that way and you see that the shops look a little more run down and that uh, it indeed does look more slum-esque here. Uh, But there's one shop that is wide open this morning. Oh, hello, dog. Uh, There's one shop that is (laughs) wide open this morning and the, the front stoop has been swept um, and there's a, a big emblazoned uh, P on a shield out front um, and it's got like a, a little feather underneath um, hmm are you showing <laughs> off drink? yeah Shadow Wheels is amazed yes, uh, by the class I'm like okay on on the front stoop, uh, you see the elderly stout man that uh, you'd encountered before, Sir Perkins. Uh, he's just finishing the sweep of the last step and walks inside. His back is turned to you all. Perkins! Perkins! <laughs> Got her! She's got to be you, quiet uh, now until I say her name three times. Wow. Whose name? This is gonna I wish I'd prepped suggestion, dang it. Uh, so, as you, uh, call out his name in unison, he turns around, Oh, hmm, duh, oh, who's that I see over there? Hello? Tis me, Ari. Oh, no, Dawn. Well, I guess I've only got two <sighs> left. No, Thank it's you, three. chat. <laughs> what? I just heard a <laughs> chat. <laughs> chat Ari. Perfect. Uh, and so, he looks around and, oh, um, how, how are you all this morning? 
can I can I offer you a, a tour of the shop? We're not officially open yet, but um, please oh. please come inside. Oh well, yes, you're very welcoming, sir. I did tell him I would be here at first light. Well, first light's um, a funny thing down in these parts here. But uh, I guess I guess I see by the the gaping hole that um, someone had caused that uh, it is first light, huh? It is. Yes, sir. Indeed. Uh, Mr. Perkins, uh, yes. Rumiel Orphan. Pleasure uh, to meet you, Gordon. Ni- nice to meet you, sir. Um, have you known this lot long? Uh, some of them. Uh, I, I knew them before they came to this city. Uh, Lord Dreckland and I have recently become acquainted. He nods his head and looks at the group and points at Ari. She's a strong one. Helped me with the cart. Oh, I don't doubt it. But, um, do come in. Do come in. Um, watch your heads, elbows, knees. Just, just be careful. And uh, shoulders, knees, and toes. As he walks into the <laughs> shop, it's a, a dusty little shop that, uh, is covered wall to wall, floor to ceiling, with a bunch of random items just... Oh, hanging, lovely. sitting on the floor, stacked on top of one another. Um, it is a, a variable heap of finds. Um, and what you do see when you take a look at all of the finds is there's tons of bent-up gear, things that look like uh, they came from adventures in the past. Um, you do see a couple magical lights hovering amongst the room that kind of float oh, about. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and then you see almost a a light beam coming from a little tin can sitting on what appears to be the front register, uh, as if these lights are emanating from this little metal object. Uh, But as you look around, it just seems like he's collected so many things and stuck it everywhere. Look at this stuff! Goodness. Isn't it neat? (laughs) I think his collection's complete. complete. Oh, I was about to say that. (laughs) My collection, indeed. Uh, These are things from various outings, one might say. Um, Some traded, some found, some dug up, some pulled off of... um, Ground? Recently deceased. But... You needed a body. I was just trying to rhyme. Mm. (laughs) Ah, Well done. I've um, looted many bodies and skeletons in my time. Oh, really? Perfect. So you've, you've, you've been out a bit then? Oh, as a boy, my, my father would send me and my brothers out and we would scout for more things to put on the shelves here. Um, it just seems that uh, the shelves themselves have uh, only collected in these recent years that we haven't sold mm. much. <laughs> I mean, look how dusty this is. In all of your travel, have you heard tale of the, uh, Dragon King? Oh, the Dragon King. Have we ever heard of him? Yes, yes, we have. Um, this land, especially this region, has been, um, under the Dragon King's, one might say rule, another might say, um, ambush, others might say lore, because they don't believe in the Dragon King. But, but... The Dragon King is something known in these parts. Um, what can, what can I tell you about? Everything, please. Oh, so we're, we're largely unfamiliar, but uh, we have heard the name floating about a bit and and uh, find it very curious, particularly given what appears to be the presence of dragons in this area. Mm. Like, <laughs> if 
a dragon king was trying to possess a person, is there a way to free that person? Is that person going to be okay, or will it kill them? Huh. Well, she's very direct. <laughs> Quite the lot very of questions. Very quick question, that. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, you know, a starting place. He, he looks at the, the small vial in your hand and goes, how much of that um, brew have you had already this morning? Oh, I forgot I had this. I should drink it. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, good lord. Well, sorry, folks. She's probably going to get a bit more chipper, as they say. Um, well, let me find the book here. And he walks over to a, a bookshelf that's leaning. Uh, it almost looks like it's built leaning or had some repairs and just got really off. And he mm. starts pulling a few books out and you see them slide down the shelf. Uh, some dust shoots out as they all slide together a couple times. <clears throat> this book here... Oh, no, no, not that one. And he puts it at the top of the stack, and he pulls a few more. Um, this one. It's the the brief history of the lands. And he turns it, and you see that it's thousands of pages long. Uh, let me find it here. And he gets about halfway through the book. Hmm, the Dragon King. Um, it talks about... Flips a few more pages. Here you are. Mm, shoves a few random little bits and pieces off of the closest flat surface, and a couple little metal things clang to the floor. Oh, good. Small piece of glass, a little statuette, crashes down. Ugh. I'll clean that up later. Sets the book down in front of you all. Uh, it talks about the dragon lineage and the gatekeepers. Um... Next to the dragon lineage and the gatekeepers, you see the symbols you've already seen. Uh, a golden dragon emblem next to the dragon king and the dragon lineage. And uh, a purple sword next to the gatekeepers. Uh, he begins to flip pages in front of you and you see um, ornate drawings of what seem to be leaders. Uh, all standing next to a, a floating purple rock. Uh, almost diamond in quality, but not able to be seen through. Um, and they seem to be standing in the mouth of a cave. Uh, in the back, you see the city, and you actually see the city growing in front of your eyes as he flips through about 10 or 12 of these leaders. Um, and then he gets to a couple blank pages. And he goes, Oh, I guess the last couple leaders haven't um, been penned into this book. Let's see. Uh, this is probably about 30, 40 years old. So... Um, these are some of the leaders of the dragon lineage, you'll see, and he flips through. They, they take their power, they, um, possess some of the original dragon king or something. Something with this stone, I'm not quite sure. Some believe it's a possession, some believe it's, um, more or less a gifting. Um, but mm. they have to get to the stone first, and the stone apparently kills all unfit to rule. So, those fit to rule are able to, uh, touch the stone and become a ruler themselves. Um, I don't know how the Dragon King fits in there, but, uh, everyone who becomes a ruler and is able to is part of the Dragon lineage. Um, uh, and you'll see here, and he flips through, and you see various different people. They're not just from one lineage. You see a drow, you see humans, you see tiefling, you even see one goblin in there, but it looks like his rule was only for about six months. Um, and 
you you see a bunch of differences. Every non-human, however, is grinning ear to ear uh, and seems to be full of the power that was bestowed upon them. Every human seems frustrated and downtrodden. And he gets back to the blank pages and goes, Hmm, well, I must get the last couple kings in here, especially the, the late king. Um, we will see... What happens? Um, the new heir should come to the throne in a week's time, I might say. Where's the stone? Hmm. Judging by these photos, he looks at him, goes back through. Um, the original author didn't write anything down here about where these portraits were created, but, uh, looks at the castle a little bit and the wall. I think it's too, um... The east of here. Uh, oh, somewhere out near where we saw the dragon's battle as you were coming in that first day. The cave? Is that where the cave would be? That, Based on what I'm seeing in this drawing, that looks like the castle here on the, the far side. Do you know the name of this object, this purple stone? No, um, it's... Some call it, like, the ruler stone, but I don't think it has a proper name. Um, that makes it close. But you did come in for an amulet, right? Yes! End up, maybe a bow and arrow, when you have a minute. Oh, bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Um, he points over his shoulder, and there's bunches of bows hanging off in a corner with a big bucket of arrows just jammed <clears> in. <throat> uh, and he sees Draklin kind of look at him questioningly. So just to give you a heads up, as this was happening, I was kind of half listening and like walking around the shop, casting prestidigitation, cleaning all of the stuff that was bothering me. <laughs> just to add some flavor, but I'm good now. He, he looks up and notices where you'd walk through. It's like everything is shining and clean walk and there's bright around. colors. Oh, mm, thank you. Um, uh, oh, the, oh, sorry. The, the bow and arrow is uh, on me. Take about um, 15, 20 arrows if you can find them. Um, thank you for your cleaning, sir. And he kind of steps behind the counter. Couldn't uh, help it. Um, <laughs> He's behind the I'm counter not... digging for a little bit. Yes, sir. I might actually look for a longbow myself. Yeah, feel free to step up so, to that wall. Yeah. Uh, you both see... Like, just to check height and, and yeah. the draw and like that. You both see tons of uh, bows of various sizes, of various stringings. Some a bit older, some a bit newer. Um, You're able to find what you wish. None of them seem to be overly powerful or magical, just kind of standard bows. Okay. Okay. Nonetheless, Goth is gonna take, I don't know, ten minutes, cast a quick ritual, walk around with a little detect magic on. (laughs) Cast a quick ritual. (laughs) All right. <laughs> puns of bows. All right, puns of the bows. really big ones. With... All right. Uh, so he's behind the counter and digging for a minute. Aha! This amulet, and uh, he holds up an amulet that, as it twists in the light, you see the golden dragon symbol with the purple sword, almost like stabbed through. Um, mm. And he he looks at it in a second. Um. So, Supposedly, this is one thing that will help you, um, tame whatever powers are, well, are, are roaring up inside of this, um, 
Dragon King. Um, you'll see it here, and he flips through a couple of the pages, and you see there's, in the back of almost every image, uh, there's another person, and they're wearing this bright crest. Uh, the, the people in the back, however, don't have as much detail painted to them, just that they're wearing uh, this crest on their chest. Um, and with that, he he kind of looks around. Um, one bow and um, about 20 arrows are free, but uh, I do request a, a couple silver for the rest here. I've got to keep the lights on. Oh, but of course, but of course. Um, I have, uh, I can trade you and I'll take off because I, I have a short bow at the moment. I'll take off the short bow and I'll say, I say, I can trade you the short bow as well as um, some additional gold if that would be helpful to you. No, 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 no. Um, just swap the bow out. You're, you're fine. Uh, that one looks in uh, newer condition than most on the wall. So it has not been used very much, to be honest. You'll, you'll be able to um, <laughs> hopefully find one to clean up and do well. I have a quiver I don't Perfect. need. I would be willing to sell it. Or oh, a quiver you don't need, eh? Mm-hmm. He reaches out and takes a look at the quiver. and hmm, this, is, need a quiver. this is quite nice. Oh. Um, how much you want for it? A couple silver? If it's a couple silver for something quite nice? Well, oh, it is just a quiver. It is. Oh, whatever. I'll give you seven silver for it, um, unless you want to find something Ew. on the walls. Um, I don't know if I saw anything there. Did I see anything? You didn't see much to your eye, you probably saw a few things that glinted but looked more like a, a fake diamond or a bent up piece of um, silver or something that's like not anything of your desire. Okay, so I'll do that then. And then... Oh! Um, I do have these papers that I found. Can you tell me if you know anything about this creature? And I pull out the papers that we got in the shed at the island about the creature that needed to be fed. And I... Ha! Huh. Mm, this creature, huh. Um, yes, it, it, it does come quite handy that you have these papers right now. You see this, and he points to a missing jewel on the amulet he just pulled out. Um, supposedly the creature of the deep has that jewel. Um, it's quite important that you, you get that back, um... Huh. Get, get that, was, that back. Yeah, yes. Like, um, get that back to the creature of the deep. No, 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 no. The jewel get it back from the to creature put, on the amulet. So put it in the amulet. Um, oh, the yes, amulet yes, does yes, not have the jewel we need. The yeah, okay, this, okay. this course, missing part. And he... As I look at the amulet, I clearly see that there has no jewel. It is silly of me, sir. I do apologize. <laughs> but um, huh, this is my grandfather's writing. <laughs> um, apparently he was um, one that helped keep the beast fed. So, Do you know anything about this beast, then? Just that it is um, unfit for you to be swimming in that pond. But how come well, nobody's I... been feeding it? That I'm not sure, my dearest. Um, I believe... Ooh. I believe that it was supposed to go to a young man in town. But, um, how do you know it's not being fed? Well, we kind of happened upon the shadow, obviously, and there yes, was yes. no signs that anyone had been there in quite a while. Oh, hmm. Well, if it's not being fed, 
Stop by, um, the Shadow Bakery. The sweetest treat in the city will actually uh, be enough to, um, calm it for a bit. The, what was it the, doesn't what, happen... It doesn't happen to look like a big frog octopus, does it? No, but I'm a big cool. frog octopus. Um, <laughs> wherever you saw this, it would be um, a frog hemoth. It's usually in the bogs. Um, hopefully you didn't see one near. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, and what would be the purpose of the wand that was with these papers? The wand? Did you hand him the wand? I didn't. I didn't even pull it out yet. Mm, I'm not sure what this wand is that you're speaking of. Um, can you tell me about it? And I just show it to him. I'll hand it to him. But I, can I take my papers back to you? Yeah. He just okay. leaves them on the countertop. Huh. Um, does it have any inscription on the, the end where you hold it? Do I see an inscription on the end you, where I hold it? You see a couple of numbers on there. And okay, so I read those to him. Yep, he, he hears the numbers. Ah, uh, that is a wand of uh, sparkly fire. It's something that the children used to use years ago before um, these were banned. Uh, a child actually caused a fire that uh, took out half the city. Oh, but goodness. These, these were just toys back then, and uh, I have a cabinet full of them, and he points. And Garth, at this point, when you look over, that's exactly when uh, your detect magic kicks in, and you see just a pile of these wands glowing brightly of all different types of magic. And When he, I flick it, does it do anything? It doesn't <laughs> do anything at that point. Uh, he... He does freak out a little bit. Oh no 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 no! Not in here. This is old wood. How do you? How does it work? What is? I don't understand. Take it outside. Point it at nothing flammable. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you. It's something. What is it? Fire is great. Fire is fun. Is what you say, and it will cast a stream of fire and sparkles out. Supposedly. Non-harmful magic, but, um, we will see. Again, if you burn the city down, I know who to point the blame to. But, um, ah, but of course. get some, get some sweets, take them back to the pond. Um, don't be afraid of the monster, and it shouldn't Shh. harm you. But if we have to get something that it... It took or it ate the jewel, because we're going to need that back for that amulet, like, well, right away. Well, um, you're going to have to get the creature to come to you with the treats, and maybe, maybe it's on its creature. Maybe it's in the creature, I'm not quite sure. Maybe we'll let the druid do it. <laughs> you I know like animals the best. That is true. I believe in you. Okie dokie. Well. Uh, Perkins, my good man. Yes. Uh, do you sell, do you have any other magical items here for purchase? No. Yeah, do I see a glowing? You, you do see a few other items that glow very faintly, as if they were magical at one point. Nothing sticks out except for one big old, like, helmet shoulder piece hanging behind uh, the counter. Uh, it's a big, bulbous helmet with shoulders that go down a few inches around 
all sides of the body. Uh, he turns and looks. Uh, this is um magical here. You'll see that uh, it's a diving kit. That is something that might come in useful if you wish to go speak with the monster, but it's almost a fathom <laughs> deep. I so, just had a thought come to me. Do you happen to sell Epicac? No, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> that would have been very helpful. What, what, what is oh, this Epicac? It's a potion, a potion that makes think? things throw things up that they ate. That a they... potion of regurgitation. Yeah. Oh, a potion of regurgitation. We don't have those here, but um, some of the sellers might out in um, the seedier parts of town, just around the corner. <laughs> Well, sir, how much for the diving kit? Hmm. It's got a big dent in the helmet. I'm not sure it quite works. Um, if you could you, rent it. If you want to borrow it and see if it works, um, be my guest. It's been up there sure. since my, my great-grandfather, I think. Um, he pulls Might it down. Might be able to mend it. And he sure. pulls a bunch of cobwebs down with it, and dust just falls to the floor. <coughs> it... Bring it back in, I guess, similar condition. Thank you. Sure, and I'll take it from him. Is the dent in a metal part, or it is, is it glass? It's in a metal part at the top. You do see you in the it? front where um, the the face would be, it seems to be completely open. If we can find a blacksmith, I could fix this. Well, um, if you could fix it and return it to its original luster, then... um. Maybe I will pay you for that and trinkets items here or some of the last bit of my purse. Okay. Items are cool. I'm not much into purses. Oh, all right. <laughs> Anything else for... It's okay. <laughs> um, well, uh, this amulet, would we be able to um, take it with us to make sure we have found the correct stone? Uh, it's all yours. I... Wish nothing we to do with this Dragon King. Perfect. Yes, oh, we'll handle the Dragon King. What could go wrong? Only everything. Oh, you just say that because you're right. <laughs> Thank well, you. I wish nothing to go wrong. Pleasure to meet you, uh, Mr. Perkins. Perkins. Sir Perkins. Oh, Sir Perkins. Sir. So why, sir? Um, <clears throat> a long line of... Perkins rulers here. We we once held an office in the castle, and he just kind of trails off and walks to the back and continues his story. You hear stuff about um, essentially being the number one seller for any items to the kings <laughs> of both the upper and lower up until his great-grandfather, and he adds a few greats in there and loses a few greats. Like, he doesn't know exactly when they were the number one only seller to the royalty. Got it. I, I just thought you were a fellow lord. I, I just was wondering. Thank what? you for that wonderful lord? story. And he leans back around one of the shelves. Oh, I have a lord in my midst. Sorry. And he bows in front of you. No problem. No problem. She's like, do it all the time. No! And he bows in front of each of you. Uh, you must all be royalty. Come. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Just. I, start, I, walk I just out said that. That's why. True. <laughs> yeah. We take I leave. All right. So, we got to get back to that bench. But yes. I'm looking for a blacksmith on our way. 
I'm sure the helmet's and fine. And we want to stop at um, the Shadow Bakery. <clears throat> oh, yes. We need to stop there. Oh, of course. Right. Sweet treat. All right. <laughs> the Shadow Bakery is actually just not too far down. Uh, back closer to the inn. Uh, but past the inn, you do see that there is a blacksmith that is just starting to fire up their uh, kiln for the morning. And they're also starting to sharpen a few uh, swords. Cool. You guys want to grab the uh, sweets, and uh, I'll go fix this up, see what we can do. Sure. That sounds good. Meet you back here. Little Draklin, mine. All right. Oh, yes. Wait, Ari, do you yeah, have... Yeah, you go. <laughs> do you have smithing tools? Do I have smithing tools? Yes. Because we don't... Well, no, I'd burn a spell slot for it. Never mind. Artist's tools, and I that... picked... Well, I have artist's tools. No, I you mean, have. Pre- see, well, if you, you are, are, you are oh. heading to a smith. I think if you so. go to a smith, I'm sure, like if yeah, you no. rent the space, they'll let you it, use the equipment. No, I, I was just thinking if we were remote, uh, I might be able to cast heat metal on it, and then you could bang yeah. it, and it would essentially we could m- make a blacksmith, but I would be burning some spells. Save your spells. So. It's not necessary. Yeah, I may not. I also may not uh, use magic on a magical item. It, it may not respond how we'd expect. True. Could be entertaining, though. Please, grab me. It would be entertaining. I would agree like with that. Like putting the chest inside Linus? If you could. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? As, as you're all kind of bickering about what to do, uh, you come up on the Shadow Bakery, uh, and there's a couple bright, <laughs> glowing orbs floating out in front. Uh, and inside, you see a counter full of many delectable treats. Um, a, a force field is conjured up in front of them, um, and you see a blue flickery glow to keep patrons from reaching in and grabbing anything. Um, and you see a small child reach out and kind of bounce their hand right off of the, the force field, and he tries again with more force, and it bounces back and smacks him in the face, and he falls right on his butt and huffs and walks back <laughs> over to the table. Uh, and then the door opens and a goblin with a tall baker's hat steps out and goes, Ah, welcome to Shadow Bakery. We just have our fresh rolls today. Um, and there's other things coming out. You'll see quickly that there's donuts and croissants and various other things to eat. Step in and, uh, place your orders. And he kind of dances a little bit in place, holding the door open for you, grinning ear to ear. Literally ear to ear. Do we want to go <laughs> in on a dozen donuts while we're here as well? I was just gonna say, why don't we just get a dozen whatever and then yeah. we all can have some, Astro yeah, can I have could. one, and then we have at least, what, five left for the monster? That should be plenty. Well... <laughs> at least two. <laughs> <laughs> at least... Perfect. Um, if, if you want, um, whoa, you, you are, oh, you guys, I, I heard tales about you. You were fighting some stuff, right? Some dragons upstairs? Two. Yes, we've become famous in two days. Um, we'll give you, we'll give you some some, of us. Yes, of course. We'll give you some extra croissants, um, just because, whoa, dragon slayers, and he's bouncing up and down at the door. That's our new thing. Could you throw in a baguette for me? Oh, a baguette, yeah. Um, hmm, I'm not sure we have any of these cooked yet. Uh, we actually do have a few. They, they should be done in just a, a couple moments' time. 
Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step in. They'll help you out inside. Perfect. And, as you step inside, uh, this goblin kind of dances at the door and he closes it behind. Careful not to slam it shut as you see that there's some ornate glasswork in the front windows and the front door. Uh, another goblin stands behind the counter and you can barely see from about nose up. Um, welcome to the Shadow Bakery. Give me your orders and we will send it out to the... We'll, we'll give it to you. And then you hear from the back. <laughs> we will give you food that you order in a box. Oh, you will uh, box up your food to go if you wish to. Let me know which food you want. Just point at it. Don't don't hit your hand on it. It's force field. <laughs> do, do your boxes have little compartments inside? <laughs> no. Um, the sweets oh, can touch mind. each other. It's fine. <laughs> There's no problem with sweets touching. Is it a nice? Is it a nice pink box? Um, it's a. It's a light purple box. We don't have pink oh. boxes here. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. I've just seen pink boxes other places. And you see him kind of like <laughs> hippie toeing up and looks over to get a glance of Garth. Oh, I didn't see you over the countertop. Sorry, sir. I didn't see you either. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, let, let us know what you wish to eat, and um, we will uh, give you, like I said... A whole box of croissants, right? And he leans back towards the kitchen. One whole box of croissants for the dragon slayers. And a light purple box comes out of the kitchen with a baguette sitting on top already. Uh, And the little goblin here is just kind of waiting for you to make an order of all of the treats inside this force field cabinet. I'm going to need two, at the very least, two... Do you have any chocolate sprinkled donuts? <laughs> we we have chocolate. We have um, chocolate with crunchy chocolate on top, but I'm not sure it's whatever these sprinkles are. Um, you, they are also called jimmies in some places. Um, <laughs> what? They are. How trust about, me. How about I just give you? <laughs> Never um, heard of it. He's like, just go with it. <laughs> how about I just give you um, a mix of some of our finest treats? Oh, the variety box. Yeah, that'll be fine. Perfect. That sounds excellent. He reaches down, and these giant tongs come up, and he's, like, carefully grabbing and setting them into a box. And then he takes the two boxes, and all you see is the boxes and the baguette, and he brings them down to the end. Uh, that'll be three silver, please. And a little goblin hand comes popping out and around the boxes. As we were looking at, the like, the rows, I'll find, like, an empty row, and I'll kind of, like minor illusion exactly what Garth was describing like as if it's in the row like sitting there and I'll kind of point at him like that's what you want right the goblin turns and goes oh I didn't know we have one of these um I'll just put it in here too um um, hang on a second now end the illusion (laughs) he runs back into the kitchen um and (laughs) doesn't realize the illusion just disappears as he grabs it with the tongs and like throws it at the box um he comes back out um my manager says I'm not to charge you for these things. Um, they're really excited that you're here, and um, thank oh. you for slaying oh. dragons. Um, thank you, you looking up. You may Thanks, have Daniels. you may have these treats, and the boxes slide a little bit closer to you. Um, and at this point, we'll go to Ari, who is at the blacksmith. Um, one young man is getting the morning. 
uh, prep done, and he looks up. Uh, miss, we're we're not ready yet for yeah. any work, cool. but uh... totally cool. Um, I have to fix this, and like my grandpa taught me how to blacksmith, but I don't have my tools because we're traveling. We slayed some dragons, in case you hadn't heard of us. But I was wondering if I could just like real quick borrow a tool to like you know bang bang fix the dent. Gotta go underwater, find a jewel, save this. Man, you got you gotta lay off the brew. That stuff will kill you. Man. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's just see here. Oh, what is it? I, I do need you to help me um move this stone. Uh, you yeah, see okay, these cool. little piddly things? They don't work. I pick it up. And you you pick up one of the big grindstones that he was sliding across the countertop. Uh, you see the marks that he's left, and you put it into uh, the wheel and spin it nicely. And without thinking, you grab a sword nearby and just test it. Uh, just to make sure the grindstone is spinning at the right rate. And the, the jaw drops on this this kid, and he goes, Whoa, that takes a lot of training. You must know what you're doing. Um, You slip me a couple silver, and I won't tell anybody that you were here. But uh, if you do use some of the materials, I need them reimbursed. But uh, yeah. if, you don't, if no. you don't need any materials, then you're good. Cool. I toss him a couple silver. All right. Uh, he he kind of turns and looks away and uh, continues some of his other work and keeps just one <laughs> one eye on you as you heat up the metal and do your work to bang out the dents. Great. Uh, as you work with the piece, though, you notice that where the open uh, face hole is, every time you reach to like put your hand in, um, that has almost a, a force that pushes back at you. Uh, with enough strength, you're able to push through it and... Um, hold the piece to do your work, but as soon as you let go, your hand gets ejected back out. Whoa. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> it doesn't take much time for you on your caffeine high to uh, fix the dent. It's like a jackhammer, just... Basically. <laughs> uh, the young man, his jaw continues to drop as you're working so quickly and swiftly and tossing tools back where they need to go. Um without even thinking as this is second nature to you and he kind of looks around your shoulder as you're finishing up the last little bit of polish whoa that looks pretty cool did you build it yourself no perkins oh oh that old man (laughs) his stuff's weird but uh dude his stuff is epic you have clearly never been on an adventure before I've been here all my life, all 16 and three, 16 years and three months, you know. (laughs) Soon when I'm 17, I'll be able to take ownership of my own blacksmith. Uh, That's cool. uh, Right over there, and he points to this little tiny hut just down the road with a broken grindstone. That hopefully will be a nice little spot to um, sharpen swords, I think. Hey. It's a start. Humble beginnings. Right across the street from the competition. <laughs> from his dad's shop. <laughs> <laughs> he would take over anyways. Basically. Um, he he waves you off as you go to meet the group. Um, two large light purple boxes being carried with a baguette in uh, the hand of Drakland. Are we, are we out of the city? You're in the city still at the moment. 
You need to talk oh, about what's next. Oh, we're, you're, well, you're we're just going to the like park. The we gotta, we gotta yeah. go to the portal. So we're going that way. All right. So you're heading yeah. towards the park. Uh, you walk through. I'm already some, eating a croissant. You're already eating a croissant. Uh, you. Yep, I'm and it's delicious. Did oh. you pull that from the variety box or from the, the monster box? We could just are... move a donut to the croissant box and then. I just he said it's like half, like half eaten. He's just like. <laughs> so we move yes. a donut to the croissant box and then I take. Is there like a plain donut in the box? Just like like a plain like cake donut? Oh yeah, there's okay. all sorts of things. Well, I'm going to give that one to Astro. <laughs> As you hand it to Astro, he just grabs onto it and holds it and wags his tail and stands there like he doesn't know what to do with it and bounces around. Eat it, you silly dog. And he looks around and sets it down, takes a bite out of it, chews it up, and then carries the rest with him. All right, whatever. Um, and then I take one as well. All right. So, donuts in mouths. Um, the conversation mm-hmm. as you are walking through sounds something along the lines of... <laughs> Basically, you you do walk past a few other small carts being set up uh, with fresh meats and fruits, um, and you get up to one of the gates that leads to the upper city. Um, The bright sunbeams coming down. uh, It takes you a moment to get used to uh, how bright it is in the upper city as compared to the lower city. Uh, And you head to the park, which is in the southwest part of the city, um, oh, he hasn't been here. Rumil hasn't been here. He's yeah, following. Yeah. He's following. It's a nice, yeah, it's a nice park. It's it's nice to see that they uh, they have a little bit of nature in the midst of this. Uh, there's um, there's one piddly tree, like a sapling, growing in one corner. Okay, so it's not as good as I thought. There's it was. grass. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a big, there's grass. It's, it's green. A, there's like there's a bit of there's a bit of something. Yeah. Oh, no, just that's good. wait. You do see a little bit of work being done around the edges as if they're planting flowers. Um, the park kind of slopes up into the center where a lone bench sits. Um, are you going to use the collar, Garth? Or can I put Astro in my pocket for this? Hmm. What? Can't he jump and then like teleport to safety? I don't remember what he did last time. Yes, I he did. I think he did, right? Yeah. Yeah. He teleported in. Uh, he teleported. Do believe Because I was kind of thinking maybe you could put on this helmet contraption and shrink down and then take your mage hand, because it's... Oh! Yes. Maybe. That could work. So you don't get thrown face first into the bench again? Uh, yes. So, just so everyone is aware, we are on the upper city right now. Yeah. Um, and the bowls for breakfast um, were probably left in Perkins' shop at this point. Whoops. Because oh. you were eating your breakfast and you were talking to Perkins yeah. and exchanging. Oh, I we gotta go that we back put them in our... there. We'll be back. Make a note. Suit. Oh, that's right. Yep. We'll, we'll, uh... Yeah, we gotta drop the suit back off. Uh huh. When we drop the suit back off. The All right. What? We'll get. So the lock. The helmet. The group of you approaches this middle bench. Uh, Rumiel, you're most likely a little bit. I'm just following. Behind. I have no I... idea what's going on. Yeah. I grew up with a middle bench. No, I'm not going to go first. Travis, middle bench. Travis Seriously? Middle bench. 
goth. I'm goth. Oh. <laughs> Are you two just going to like... The Chicagoans oh. have weird names. <laughs> I know what I want to do. I'm going to quick just reach up and like grab the edge like I did last time. All right. So Valari hops up onto this bench, kind of looks around and does a little leap and just grabs onto something and you see that she disappears up into thin air as whatever she grabbed onto almost pulls her up and out of view. I like nudge Rumio. What? Where did she go? You no, you're happened. asking me. What just what? happened? No idea. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'll just like start running, and then like, jump. and then say, "Just kidding!" And then jump to jump off the bench <laughs> through as well. And Draklin, you you like you turn and you jump and do a backflip and grin and just pop right through. Can I quick? When I landed, mm-hmm. I was like, I pulled out the wand mm-hmm. and what was it? Can you remind me what I had to say? What, I would what, remember. What, what do you remember or think it to be? I remember fire is great, fire is fun. And as you wave the wand and say fire is great, fire is fun, a burst of flame just shoots straight up in ah! the air. And Dracula lands oh, next no. to it with fire. Oh, my cloak's on fire! Well, I wouldn't have shot it out, okay, at the but. Um, uh, I could like slide it back in. You almost have no control as it like pops a bunch of flame. Um, and what? What happens next? So, Valari helps Goth put this giant thing on, which I'm guessing is not exactly his size. Yeah. Can oh. I, I don't have control. Never mind. And I'm like, mm, all right. And then I do the belt. It shrinks down. It feels almost as heavy on you as it did at full size, because it does shrink with you. Right. Proportions. Two. Yes. Then I'll cast Mage Hand, and I'll climb on, and... Buckle in. Mage, Mage Hand sputters a little bit and wobbles around as you're like right on the cap of the weight. <laughs> and it, it flies around like a, a an old car almost dying. You kind of hear it. You kind of hear it. Oh, basically. Basically. Um, and you fly Change up into that Change. same spot and disappear through. Um, Valari and Draklin see you sputter through on the other side and almost come to a, a crashing halt on the floor. Um, and next to Ari and Rumil, you hear, Whoop! and you see Astro look around with half a donut still in his mouth, and he runs and springs up and teleports through. Um, Shadow Reels, it was great to have you here for a bit. Uh, we will catch up with you soon. Thank you. Thanks for the croissants. Um, and just while we've had this minor little break here, uh, since we're all remote, our players will step off and do any little breaks they need during the show. We're going to try to run without breaks here. Um, so sorry if you guys were counting on a break. We usually break about halfway through. Um, so at any point you need to pause us or turn us way up as you run off to grab snacks, drinks, etc. We'll still be here. But, uh... A dog comes popping through, and as he lands, the donut cracks, and he looks around and he just starts gobbling up the, the donut pieces. Uh, and now we're left with Ari and Rumiel outside so, of what was just happening. Rumiel, it's a portal. If you remember those. It's right. A portal! Conveniently right. right over the bench. like, And I point to where it should be. So, 
you need a hand? You got the air? Well, we can give it a shot, I guess. Oh, wait, uh, to make sure you get through. You can help him. Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. That, that might that might be useful. I'm just go. Grab I'm just edge. gonna like because I'm not particularly tall. You can stand on the yeah. bench. Um, so like kind of standing on the bench and like kind of trying to feel around. Um, being five foot five, can I like feel where this is at? Uh, as you put your hands up, you feel a slight yeah. pull, but you notice nothing visually. Um, oh, you I just feel like just a very slight thing. pull yeah. on your fingertips as if something's up there ready to pull you through. Oh, this is exceedingly weird. All right, well... Um, I give him, like, a brace for a foot. Up you go! Thank you. Put weight on the foot, uh, my foot on my weight yep. on her step and try and... I don't know what I'm... what it, Like, if it's just going to be, like, a tumble through on the other side, so I'm just going to kind of, like, tuck and yeah. roll. As, as you lift up and you reach, you feel, just as you're starting to tuck, uh, yeah. the pressure of Ari's hands under your foot disappear, and you kind of sense that you're going to fall and almost kind of tumble right off the bench. And you do. You hit the edge of the bench and roll and are able to stand right back up. B1RD had fluttered off your shoulder at that moment just before the crash. and let's. I was going to send him in. And I just go, watch out! Let's add an alarmed chirp. And then Ari's able to make her jump and land right through, right on the bench and see everyone in there. Interesting disarray at the moment. All right. Take off the belt. I'm going to take off the helmet. Cool. Uh, you know, my grandpa and I used to feed fish at the pond, and we'd, like, take old bread and crumple it and, like, toss it, and it would bring them to the surface. That could be what we have to do. Do you think it works for monsters? We should get them to come to the surface, but we probably need them to come... Out of the water. So have, if he has the stone... I don't know. We have to figure out if it has the... We can um, make a trail. Is it an amethyst or just a purple rock? It, it's a stone of some sort. It looks like it might be a purple piece that's missing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's got it. Nice one. Good so, work, yeah, Rupert. It took a minute. Well, I think we have to head towards the northern section of the um, uh, island. That was where it where, is yeah. deepest. Okay. First. And I think maybe what we should do is just, yes, we'll take some of the croissants and we'll just throw them. And well, we'll start with like two and see well, what happens. Well, you could probably just like throw like parts of croissants. You probably don't need to throw a whole croissant. It was right the sweet away. rolls. The croissants were for us for No, the eating. donuts were for us. The croissants right. are for the monster. Perkins told us to get the sweet rolls. Well, a croissant, a croissant is a sweetbread. It's also savory. If you salt it, yes. It is salted. It's we bought butter. the sweet Anyways, ones. We can try one of each and see what the monster likes. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we just spent the last three hours debating what is a sweet roll. Just kidding. Continuing <laughs> on. Well, while this is happening, I'm going to use my action to create my, like, hex weapon that I create anything and it's going to create like a butter knife <laughs> and I'm going to take my baguette and start just like 
kind of cutting it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Perfect. And gnawing on uh, new pieces of baguette you've cut well, off. I I mm-hmm. could uh, try and do a bit of exploration uh, in the um, in that lake portion and try it a little bit and just see. I don't want what's you to. Get Let's. We got the suit. Let's start with some bread. And if it doesn't start break, somewhere, we'll give it a go. Um, we may have to try and, and tempt him out a bit. Um, I'm gonna whistle. You and call me one or do you? Um, Lord Drecklin, uh, hand me one of those uh, those bits of bread. Uh, okay. Like <laughs> take like very finely sliced pieces, two pieces, and kind of hand them to him. All right. Um, and I can. I'm gonna like kind of tap it onto B one or D's foot. He so he like up and grabs it. Yep. Grab it, and then I'll uh, kind of point over towards the water. Yep. Uh, so you're aware this is a mildly triangle-shaped uh, island. At any point mm-hmm. across, it's about fifty feet from like a point to an edge. Um, okay. For this island, so it's not a huge island, but it is something okay. of somewhat space. Um, you've got about 40, 50 feet of water from any part of uh, your land piece to the outer land. Uh, B1 or D kind of starts making loops and skims across okay. the water and taps lightly the piece of bread along the water as if he's fishing for something. He makes two or three laps, and you watch him, and nothing seems to happen. The ripples from the bread and B1RD fade down very quickly to a very, very calm, still uh, top on the water. No ripples, no breeze across it. Uh, incredibly still with B1RDs tempting with the baguette. Morsels. Hmm. Huh. I'll whistle him back in. He flies back with in, his, and the bread with is his soaked. Sopping. <laughs> soaked. He's missing like the bottom half of it, uh, but he did what he was supposed to. Yeah. Perhaps we um, should try the sweet roll. I'm gonna smell it. Um, does it smell salty? It does not. Okay. It smells then just I'm like eat water-soaked bread. Then I'm gonna eat it. It's a very mushy, water-soaked bread. No. You okay. notice no additional flavors or tastes. Well, it wasn't the most pleasant one. But it is fresh water, in case anyone was wondering. Why? 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 Uh, why? Rumiel? Why? Do we move on to the soup? Why not? It's bread. Bread tastes good. Mm. I guess. Um, Ew. Let's um. Let's try the sweet uh, a sweeter roll though. I think that would be fine. We have at least one left. You open the box and there are three sweet rolls left. So throw like a part of one. Don't throw a whole one. I rip it in half and I throw it, aiming for like middle, close, slightly closer to us of the. The sweet roll lands and splashes and ripples and floats there for a moment. And then you start to notice some bubbles popping up very slowly as if you've gotten the attention of something in the depths. Quick, another! I take the half that I had left and I rip it in half 
and I throw it between us and the sweet roll I already threw. A few more bubbles appear, but nothing exciting as if there's too much motion, just as if there's some notice of these sweet rolls hitting. Um, and at this point, you start to notice that the bubbles are not just in a few feet, but span they're about 20 or 30 out. feet, as if they're floating up from quite deep. And I throw the last quarter in between me and the closest sweet roll. Bubbles appear a bit more, as if something's slowly making its way up. Um, really quickly, as there seems to be some activity, um, which one of us is going to wear the device to do the swimming to... Because if we have the attention of it up here and we do not seem to see the uh, stone itself, then someone may have to go down to its lair. Well... No, I could I could join someone uh, if anyone else wanted to do the swimming. I so here, if I'm going to be honest, I was already thinking about using um, ray of sickness as a potion of regurgitation. Well, let's make sure it's eaten it first because it might not have eaten it. It's it's possible. Um, I can also speak with animals. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, even though I might be able to accompany someone else, should they decide to make the dive, if I take the uh, diving helmet, as it were, um, it does appear that I'm, uh, if it keeps some sort of the water away from my face, I might be able to speak into the depths. I don't know if any of you have uh, a way to increase the volume of my voice, but I might be able to call the thing out, as it were. So... I mean, yes. Could you turn into no. a fish and talk to it? Wrong character. I don't know that I could speak as a fish. Uh, the 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 lips and tongue, they just don't quite... What about a whale? I, I had a friend who spoke Wait. whale once. Oh, really? Well, I'd like I to take... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so I, haven't, I haven't been in communication with whales much, you know, being from the forest, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like slowly taking the big diving suit and like bringing it towards him and like start putting it on you, Ramil. <laughs> oh no, uh, he was going anyways, right? As uh, as this is all going down, mm-hmm. we have a five dollar donation. Oh, uh, thank you, Potus. Uh, the scroll that I drew says oh, no. a storm brews. Causing oh, no. <laughs> difficult terrain. So, uh, as you're all talking about this, it starts to rain. Oh, that's fine. Oh, lovely. Yeah. We'll watch up for mud. Rubio, so if I'm understanding it correctly, you would transform into something that can swim. I I can transform into something that can swim, because... but if I stay as myself, I can talk to the thing. You can what? Probably. Talk to it? I might be able to talk to the creature. If he turns if into you... the animal, though, he cannot speak to the creature. Precisely. Precisely. The bubbles okay. start coming up faster at this point. Um, I think we've right. got attention. 
I just don't. I just don't know if you should go down there alone. Well, we could be watching. We can have your back. Thank you, Lord Racklin. That that does mean. I mean, a I bit. would go, but if you wear the suit, then I okay. can't go with as you. He, as you start putting it on, I'm gonna like sit down. Uh, I think. Yeah, casting time is an action. Uh, I'm gonna try and cast. Uh, due to like looking at the rapidity of the bubbles, does this look like it's starting to surface? It does. Or is it oh! does look like it's coming up, like it's within 20, 30 feet of the surface at this point, because the bubbles are becoming more rapid. Um, but you also hear bubbling to your left and right as well. Well, um, <laughs> in case, um, uh, how long does this take to put on? Like, is uh, he just, like, setting it on me and then it's it's on? It's, or are there, like, buckles and straps and stuff? You notice that there are a couple buckles and straps that look like it holds under both armpits, so that way it doesn't lift okay. off of you. Okay. Um, then once he gets it on... So it'll take about uh, 15, 20 seconds to do that. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and how far are the bubbles from the shore? Uh, they're about halfway between both shores. So between... Your little island and the shore outside. Okay, which is how far away about from... About 25, uh, 25 feet-ish. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, in that case, um, I will, as he's finishing it up, I will cast um, Speak with Animals. All right. And then I will go to, like, the edge of the water. Because um, my, my goal is to not necessarily, like go all the way. I just want to get to the point where I can, like, kind of duck my head under the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you going to say something before I do this? Cause... No, no. This thing this yeah. thing is heavy as you walk up to the edge of the water. And as you look down, um, there seems to be no, uh, no easement into the okay. water. It just drops right off. All right. Well, um, Let's try this. I'm gonna like lay down, <laughs> like, and kind of scoot forward. Um, Ari, give me a hand on the legs. Yep. I uh, grab his feet. I'm water. Yeah, I'm gonna put my head underwater, but I don't want to like fall in. <laughs> I got you, man. Perfect. Um, anybody have a way to increase volume here? Otherwise, I'm just gonna go for it. I no? can cast thaumaturgy, but I think it only works on myself. Because yes. it says your voice, boom. So I don't yep. think I can magnify your voice. Project, buddy. Have fun. Well, Use uh, the diaphragm. <laughs> I'm going to see. Uh, I'm going to kind of, okay. Then I'll duck my head under. Yep. Um, at that point, um, can I still, like, breathe? Because I'm yeah. just going for it. You okay, notice cool. that as you put the the face of this contraption into the water... Uh, that the water almost has a bubble right around uh, the front, and it kind of seems to go outside of your vision, um, as if there's a, a bubble that lives on the face of this mask and then in where right. you can breathe. And as you breathe in and out, the bubble kind of shifts. Um, it seems that you're getting some, some air, but you do notice that bubbles are going in and out, uh, so okay. bubbles are coming out of like this main face area, but they're also coming in the other side. It's almost like you've got a breathing tube. Wow. Uh, and you see a little bit of that, but as you look forward uh, and mm-hmm. down into the, the depths, you notice that it's just a straight drop off on either side, 
and it goes into darkness, but that darkness is bubbling and rising up at you as almost a, a dark cloud coming up. Okay. Then I just wanted to point out the fact that we threw a bunch of food in and then put your head there. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> uh, so at first, like kind of seeing the bubble, uh, Rumo's going to be like, this is amazing. Completely forgetting that the a animal can understand him. Um, but then like coming back after seeing like how this is working, um, he's going to, as Poda says, speak from the diaphragm. Um, he's going to project as much as he can. And and just kind of call out, Lord of the Depths, we seek an audience to speak, and then come back up. As you come back up, uh, the ground to try and not yeah yeah tremendous food. The the ground tremors behind you, and all of you are able to see a giant tentacle land up on one side, and then a second lands on the other. As if, like, grabbing the island, and the water rises up, and a giant kraken head comes up. <gasps> but it's not like any kraken you've seen. This kraken is... Oh, yeah, because we've seen krakens before. <laughs> you've seen krakens in books. You've seen krakens in drawings. <laughs> uh, of course not, I have, obviously. this one. Uh, it does seem to be a bit misshapen, um, as if it was conjured into something smaller at one point and it bust free. You see some scars across. You see like a, a bulbous Ooh. shape as if it was in like a canister of, of sorts. Um, on the two tentacles that have come down, you see striping of various scars as well as this thing has also seen many How battles. big around are the tentacles? Uh, as they land... They're about a foot and a half, two foot in diameter. Okay, so I'm going to try something. Garth, do you still have the belt, like, out? No, I lost it. You lost? <laughs> the head appears as you're all quickly talking. Guys, give me the belt. Yeah, so oh. I run and I grab it. I'm going to cast... How far away is the closest part of a tentacle? Uh, it's about 20 to 30 feet out. You're I'm not right at the shore. I'm going to cast Misty Step mm -hmm. so I get like right up on a tentacle. I think... A Misty Step doesn't require darkness. You're good. Right. And I'm going to put the belt on the tentacle. As you cast Misty, Misty Step and land happen. right next to the tentacle... I'm gonna need everyone to roll for initiative. Ah! And Valari, we were nice. We gave it sweet. I'm gonna need you to also roll a dexterity save. Okay. So <laughs> a save. A save. Um. At, at this point, I I tried to make it clear that I was trying to take the thing off. I'm assuming he's. I'm still struggling with that though. Will that take like an action or two? Yeah, you take an action. Well, I was going to say, can you give you me just one? Because I was starting right? to do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've pulled your head up and you started seeing it come out of the water, so you're probably already, like, ripping this off. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my thought. All right, so let's go through the grouping for initiative. Ari. 22. 22. Not as good as your 25 last time. Garth? 
20! 20! Hey, you're beating your 7, finally. Lord Drakland. 17. 17, nice. Uh, Rumiel? 14. 14. Valari? I got a 3. (laughs) 3. And Astro? Valari's always last. Valari's always last. (laughs) Alright. And then I need your uh, dexterity save. Um, I got a 13. 13. All right. Uh, Valari goes rushing to uh, put this belt on the Kraken, on the one tentacle, and it comes up and slaps her and knocks her back on her butt. Uh, And you slide a couple feet, as now the terrain is difficult. As it's downpouring hard, everything is muddy. And this creature is coming up out of the water, washing water up onto the shore. You are basically standing on a giant mud triangle. The center, again, still has uh, the bench with a little bit more raised. So you feel the mud kind of sliding towards the edges of the water uh, ever so slightly. So you feel, as you stand in place, that you're just kind of sliding towards the edges. Can we just uh, really quick acknowledge that that was a really clever idea, and it was. would have been really epic if it worked, because then we would have little, had a little great. baby kraken. Uh, what a great me having my ability to fly taken away. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the belt. It's not on it. All right. Now, with Valari knocked back on her butt and slid up towards the center, um, Doggo is right up next to you, bristling his fur, growling, and looking in all directions as... On one face, you see a kraken, and on the other two faces, you see tentacles of the kraken. Sorry, the faces of the island. So you're on a triangle. You're on a a triangle, and you Mm -hmm. see a face of a kraken and a tentacle on either side. Right. Uh, (laughs) Does it look like he's going to, like, take the island down or something? It looks like he's he's, uh, trying to go for whatever's on the island. Um... And he swings another tentacle and smashes the small shack that was on the island there and swats up and over all of your heads just as like a, almost a warning shot. Warning shot. Um, And because you have speak with animals, you do hear in the back of your mind, Rumiel, as it reaches out, uh, it screams out, Hunger! Well, dang it. (laughs) Uh, And it doesn't say much else, as you feel Mm -hmm. that this thing primarily cannot speak, but it is communicating to you its strongest feeling and intention. Uh, But now, it's kind of roaring and screaming out of a big beaked mouth, um... and staring down the party in front of it, and you see it almost start to drool. Ari, it is your turn. Well, even before you said this, I was thinking back to what Perkins said. So I am going to reach for a sweet roll, whatever's closest in the box. How far away is its mouth? It's about 40 feet out. It's come up in the water, and you're standing a little bit back. Okay, I want to move. Realistically, how good is my arm? <laughs> with with a, a sweet roll that is being soaked right now, uh, 
I run forward 10 feet and I chuck it in its mouth. You run forward 10 feet and you slide a little bit and you come up towards the edge of the water and you throw it. I need you to roll me at disadvantage um, a sleight of hand. Why was it wet? Uh, it's raining. It started raining, raining profusely. The water just came up. Sleight of hand, not strength or athletics? Nope. Sleight of hand is you now have this sticky, gross, sweet roll in your hand that you're trying to let go. Oh. It's not so much that you can aim and huck it. It's more that you can let go of it and get it where you need to go. You're at disadvantage. Well, that doesn't help. It's not happening. I had an 18, but the other one was a 6. Minus, plus 1, so 7. Uh, you let go of it, and you see that it kind of sticks to your gloved hand, and it twirls, not where you want it to go, and splats right on the face of the Kraken. Oh. It lets out a roar. Uh, you are now standing within a couple feet of the edge of the water as you've kind of slid on this muddy terrain. Uh, we now go to... Oh, hopefully not Crash Tablet. Garth. Wait, um, hold on. Just to clarify, I ran yeah. forward 10 feet, and that brought me to the end of the water closest to him? Yes, because he was out about 15, 20 feet in the water, and you okay. were about 15 feet from the shore. Can I finish my movement then and run back 10 feet, since I saw that it didn't go anywhere? Um, you can run back 5 feet, because you're on difficult terrain now, so all movement is halved. She already oh, made no, her no. movement, didn't she? I have 30 feet. Right, yep. so, so it's difficult trying. Okay. Everything's doubled. Okay, I'll move five feet back then. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will also move up, and I will cast Mage Hand. Okay. On the and have the Mage Hand pick up the box of sweets, like the whole pile of it, like grabbing the bottom box, whatever. I think you guys had eaten through most of them. There's only like two left. There's two, and she took one. I didn't. I, I didn't have none. any of the sweets. We had, I had none. Sorry, he had none. You had one. So I, I, I only took one of the boxes, though. So you're grabbing the box that you hope has. I say one of the boxes. One of the boxes was specifically for right. the creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The All one right. that I took one from. Creature box. So, so it's missing. It's one. Missing one. Dozen. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. I am going to grab that box, and <laughs> I've gotten myself to where I'm 30 feet away from this thing's mouth, so that the mage hand goes straight up to the mouth and kind of like, like waits for that opening and deposits it. The whole mage hand box and sweets go in, and it chomps <laughs> down, oh, and right. you you hear a little bit of a rumble, and. At that point, it opens its mouth again and lets out a blood-curdling screech. I feel this one right now. Does now here's a question. Does Rumiel, when he hears the screech, hear Yay! No, <laughs> Rumiel in the back of his head hears more! <laughs> And okay. it seems that this thing has gone unfed for many, many years. Years? There was a dusty... There was a dusty little shack that is now shattered to bits. It appears yeah. to have not... Teenagers. Oh. Um, well... Mm. Well, it is... It is... That was my turn. Drakland? 
Oh, you said it is eaten, and then you said Draclan. No, Draclan, it is your turn. You don't even have to okay. roll. Oh, Draclan. You're just like, well, uh, just, uh, are we fighting this then, folks? I don't, uh... I'm just kind of, I'm taking, you, in the you, game, you, I'm taking no, a look man, around to see me. what what people are like, oh, go time? Okay, you, that's what I you, thought. You, you, you looking see, at the thing. Uh, you like see Valari laying on the ground, having failed putting the belt on. You see Ari and Garth having been throwing boxes of donuts at this <laughs> Kraken's face, and you hear it roaring. That's about what you know. Basically. That's what we got right now. Okay, um... Darn it! I really wish I hadn't created that butter knife now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're now you're now holding I a butter knife. I will use my action to turn the butter knife back into a bow. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my shield out for the moment until I'm ready to use the bow. Uh, but that is my action. Uh, oh, but I do have a bonus action, so I will. Let me make sure this is a bonus action. Uh, You're not going to fight with a butter knife? I'd love to DM a butter knife fight. <laughs> you do one point of damage. <laughs> there is no roll. Uh, uh... Go for the eyeballs first. <laughs> and then I will uh, place a hex on it. Um, so it's my bonus action. Uh, let's see. Whenever I do extra damage when I hit it. Also, and then I'll choose... Um, I'll give it disadvantage on ability checks with um, uh, strength, strength-based ability checks. All right, and that will be the end of my turn. I'll kind of like back up too. Perfect. I don't know where I am. Uh, you'll probably be backing up towards the center uh, of this island here, towards the bench. Okay, sure. Rumiel. Produce food. Um. Let's see. I'm going to. Oh no, it's an action. Um, uh, I'm going to finish taking off the um. Uh, diving helmet. Um. And try and wolves. <laughs> No, that's my action. Um, Just say maybe next time it can eat eight wolves. <laughs> they would not be tasty. Well, no, you actually they just disappear, so it would try and kill them, and they would just be like celery, though. Like you yeah, might even matter. <laughs> yeah, you get really pissed off. Um, Create celery. I'll, I'll call out to the creature. Um, calm yourself. Food will come if you just hold on. <laughs> As I'm taking this stuff off. And is that your turn? I don't, I mean, that's my action and that's my, and I can only say so much. I would yep. say more. Yep. But that's, that's what I have. All right. This Kraken lets out another Ooh. screech. Yep. And it's his turn. And he reaches out. <laughs> we did. With a tentacle up. that comes up kind of right up next to him in the front and grabs at Rumiel, who oh, is finishing pulling this thing off of his head uh, oh. and tries to 
attack you. I love Dead Storian's comment. Dracula goes down the bus, pulls out a spoon. Garth asks, "Why a spoon, brother?" <laughs> he responds with, "Because." And this is the Prince of Thieves part. Because you twit, it'll hurt more. <laughs> uh, the Rumil. Uh, yeah. A Probably hit. A twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you uh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't know. He knows that hits. Welcome back, Austin. You take eight yeah. points of damage. You said eight. Eight points of damage. Well, that's not bad. You're fine. Could Broken be worse. Build. He's fine. And you are grappled <laughs> it's and just lifted up into the air. Okay. Not the grapple! Arya's like, whew. Hey, uh, <laughs> after the Kraken eats dru- the druid, cast <laughs> rain sickness. You <laughs> get back up. He also takes another swat. At Valari. Yeah. And a 17. That probably hits. Let me double check. Yeah, that... Uh, yeah. It hits. So close. You take 9 points of damage and are grappled and lifted into the air as well. Well, that sucks. Uh, and... With that, his turn is over, and it is Valari's turn. Well, I guess I have to roll to get out of this thing, right? Use a strength check. All right. <laughs> nope, I ain't getting out. No? No, it's a six. All right. Do you need to yell anything out? You do have the ability to... Yell and scream as you're lifted up into the air. I mean, I have the ability to yell, but I don't think anything really matters, and I don't think it'll be. Um, I will. I will throw out there. Looking at the grappled condition. Yeah. Um, speed is zero regardless of bonuses. Ends when grappler is incapacitated or when moved out of grappler's reach by an effect. Um, mm-hmm. this is not paralyzed. Yes. No. Where you no. could essentially try to. You could try to do things from within. You just can't necessarily yep. move. If, if you have a vocal only, yeah, which I I know <clears throat> I do. I um, I was thinking of one thing. Um, Charm beast, anyone? Ooh. Yeah, if I had that one prepped. <laughs> yeah. I got great spells as long as you have everything prepped. Is the Kraken wearing metal? <laughs> it's an all metal Kraken. Just Perfect, kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to do something and then you start talking. I'll give you a second because your turn is mildly shared with Astro. Right. So I'll let Astro run if you can find what you were looking to do. Uh, you can finish that out. Uh, but Astro, seeing that uh, you've been scooped up, gets really bright blue and sparkly, and he teleports up with all of his might and latches at the the tentacle. Oh yeah, he latches onto the tentacle and is just hanging there, and you hear as he's trying to free you. Uh, you see him kind of dangling right in front of you. Uh, Astro does... Astro, what is your bite? 
he does a full hit. Woo! So, he latches in and is hanging onto uh, this Kraken, and you hear a little bit of a from the Kraken as it gets a mild bite on one of its tentacles. Um, I don't want to try to kill this thing. Um, so clarification, you said it has to have only a vocal component. Mm-hmm. I mean... So it would be somatic. But oh, it wouldn't be V? V is visual. It would oh. only be as only somatic vocal. and M is material. Oh, yeah, then the only thing I can do is not helpful. Because if it was V... I'd be out of the scrapbook. Am, am, am I missing that? No. Well, I, I don't know I'm, what the I'm just, component is. I mean, your eyes still work when you're grappled. My what? Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know that you could necessarily do hand gestures. Oh, is V verbal? Yes. Yes, V is verbal, but verbal. I don't know that yes. you... are right, sorry. Oh, you are, okay. You aren't well, incapacitated. Yes, thank, you. thank you. Well, then. V is verbal, yes. I just mix those up. Well, then. In that case, I'm casting Misty Step. And I'm getting out of the scrapple. It's vocal only? It's V only. All right. It's It's my only one that's verbal only. Well, that'll do. It's a four-letter word. Verbal, somatic is gestures, yes. M is material. I mix those two up. And also thank you, Penguin Witch Doctor, for hopping in. Uh, We do love learning and growing together, and I'm always happy to be corrected when I DM things wrong. So, you're able to cast Misty Step on your turn. Um, So you're able to escape just as uh, Doggo is jumping up and latching on. Mm -hmm. And so you, Misty Step, out. Where would you like to go? Well... Back towards, like, the center? To solid ground. Okay, so you... I don't know where 30... Like, uh, 30... So you can basically get up towards the center near the bench. Be within about five to... Five to six feet from the bench. Because you were kind of lifted up over there. Yeah, whenever I was lifted up, whatever 30 feet is... So you'll be near the bench, um, and so you see Doggo come up in front of you and latch onto um, the bit of tentacle in front of you as you teleport down, and he sees that and catches it. Uh, so as he's latched on, he's able to uh, let go and drop and start a little bit of his move towards you, um, but he can only get halfway to you from the shore. So he's not up next to you, but... Uh, now that you and your doggo have made your turn attack, we're back to the top of the order with Ari. Um, I'm going to call out to my friends, uh, do we run? We kill and it. Then I am going to aim for, uh, hmm. Would it be an action to grab my great axe from behind my back? Yeah. Yes, because it's a big, heavy object you have to... Would it be less if I grabbed my bow? You'd still have to knock an arrow, so it'd be an action to get it out, arrow pulled back. And then with my second attack, or my second action, can I lose one? If you can do two actual actions, I believe that's fine, but if you are doing a double attack, then that doesn't count as an attack. I don't recall what feat you have there. I get two attacks per action. So you get two attacks per action. So it'd be specifically in... Yeah. So you would take your action to get your weapon ready. Uh, If you had your weapon ready, you'd be able to make two attacks instead of just one. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm going to get my bow bow in my hand 
And I'm going to move back close to the bench. All right. As you're all backing towards the back of the bench, or towards the bench, you've got your bow ready and are able to take a shot on your next turn. Uh, Garth. I move to the apparatus. All right. Shed? Hmm, no, What's the, the apparatus? The, the oh, oh, oh. The helmet. The suit. Uh, and it's an action to put it on, right? Correct. All right. And then how far is it to the water? Uh, it's it's right there. It's right I took, it off water. Water. took yeah. her to the edge. Yeah. So. so I use my action to put it on, and I jump in the water. And you're able to basically jump to get your toes on top of the water, and we're stopping your turn there. You're not able to do much more. Because you've moved, you've moved up to it and put it on. Okay. Um, so you've, like, started your jump. Okay, I'll yell, I'll yell back to her. I was like, you all can go. I'll find the jewel. <laughs> all right. And your your strength is being questioned. In so long, uh... And Lord Dracula, well, you... Well, it's on the you, ground. I can, does it I even, can like, well, my way. Here's the bigger question. Dive I'm sure he it. could put it on, but does it even actually... Bit. Not really. <laughs> uh, Lord Drakland, you see <laughs> the smallest <laughs> of your party starting to leap towards the water uh, as he's putting this thing on. Uh, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, and I'm kind of by the bench. Seeing that, I'll, I'll kind of move in the opposite direction of where he jumped into the water, or he's jumping into the water, and then I will take two shots with my bow. Alright. At Miss Monsieur Kraken. That's gonna be the first one is a uh, seventeen. Hits. Okay. <laughs> so Pango Wishtractor says he straps it under his legs, and I'm just picturing you riding it like a beach ball <laughs> across the water. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to sit on a beach ball. Okay. Um that's sixteen damage. Six for the first one. Damage. So you fire the shot and it lodges square into like the lower face portion of the Kraken. Okay. Second shot is a 23 to hit. Hits. And that's going to be uh, 11 damage. 11 damage. The second arrow fires very close and lands right next to the first. Alrighty. And that will be my turn. Oh, it's not... I mean, you said there's a storm, so it's not sunny out, right? No, it is not sunny at all. Great. Just making sure there's not sunlight. Okay, I'm good. Perfect. Uh, Rumil. Um, couple of things. Um, so, looking over the the grappled stuff, um, I'm going to assume... That's e because uh, I have the Warcaster feat, mm-hmm. which allows me to perform somatic components even when holding weapons or shield in both my hands. Yep. Would that transfer here? Like, um, would I still be since I already since I have experience doing like mi- the modifications or modified movements? Would you allow that here, or is, is that still like a? Mm, you're kind of stuck here. I would allow it because mm. if you were holding weapons, you'd do some form of motion. I would do but like your, yeah. Your feet are mostly clear, so you can kind of kick a foot <laughs> in a pattern 
and <laughs> and do what you need to at least assist in the cast. Okay. Okay. Then. What a nice DM. It's gonna be fun. I can squish yeah. him other ways. I mean, what? It's true. It's true. Um, There's only nine then, technicals. Is this what I get for telling you to put that shirt on yes. today? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go for gold here. Then using that, I'm going to um, <laughs> spawn my dance. what? Uh, Penguin Witch Doctor called it Druidic River Dance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as as my heels are clicking together, there's um, no place like home. There's. Uh, uh, eight wolves. We're gonna bring that in. <laughs> are gonna spawn on the shore. Uh, wait, actually, okay. he is—he is away from the shore, isn't he? Mm-hmm. There's one tentacle. Okay. There's one tentacle smashed down on the backside of the shore. There's another. It was up in the air that just well, previously held Valari. And then there's you being held in front of its base. What's the space on the head of the kraken? <laughs> <laughs> There's not really a flat spot. It's a nice rounded bulbous head. And oh, okay. you could you could spawn the wolves on there if you want and we can see if they balance. No, I guess I guess eight we'll, penguins. We'll, I mean, what has the spell work here? We'll <laughs> put them close to the tentacle, the one that's on the ground in the back, uh, right. hoping they can do some something there. Um and I will roll their initiative. All right. Army of beavers. I mean, <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, awesome. I believe it's an... <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, Pack- let me double Pack- check. I think that's an eight. Yes. All right. Let me add some wolves in here. Yep. I was ready for you to, like, transform into, you know, a walrus or something. Well, I was thinking about it. Ooh, and then use the tusks. And you said it uh, was eight? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to try and distract him before... Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, the, I, I'm thinking transforming into something to try and slip out would be good. Mm-hmm. And it's eight wolves uh, at 11 HP, correct? Uh, I'm just, yeah, just going with the stock. All right. So correct. that means a total of the pod is 88. Correct. All right. Okay, so these wolves appear. I, I've got... A wolf with 88 hit points on it right here. Okay. Uh, right. And it is now Dances with Wolves. Right. According to chat. (laughs) 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 This means he has to multi-class and bard next time he gets to take a feat. (laughs) Uh, His next level, he can can take and bard. (laughs) Dancing. (laughs) okay is that it um they've get i've cast them yep and they're all beginning to appear near that back tentacle so Uh, current situation if you're standing at the front of or if you're standing at the bench facing the kraken uh over your back right shoulder has uh, the tentacle up in the air that had Valari over your back left shoulder would have the eight wolves now appearing around the tentacle on the edge of the shore. 
to the front. Yep. You still have Rumiel being held up in front of the Kraken Head. Most of the party is in the front. Um, Valari and Puppy Astro are coming back towards the bench at the moment. <clears throat> All right. That does leave us now with the Kraken's turn. Dang it. Oh, well, it's a good shot. <laughs> it's a good shot. Uh, he is going to actually roar in your face, Rumiel. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to throw you. Uh, and he's going to throw you up and over the main part of the island and into the water on the back side. So he's gotten okay. you about 10 feet into the water. And you roll for belly flop. Roll for <laughs> belly flop. I'm going <laughs> to. You land it. You you drop and splash right into the water and are able to come up. And okay. you are now on essentially the back side of all of this happening. Uh, how far away am I from my wolves? Uh, from your wolves, you're about 20, 25 feet at most. Okay. Um, okay. Now that you're at the back, you see them up to your left. And there's one tentacle up to your right. Um, okay. But you get the sinking feeling as you splash um, that you've only seen three of the multiple tentacles you know these things to have. Right. Right. Um, and also with that, it does attempt to bite out at uh, Garth, who is hopping into the water as it sees the approach. Wait, it's biting, which means it's now, like, coming close to shore. It's coming close to shore, so it's coming up but a little Garth closer is, to the to the up? edge of the water, but not like right up against it. But so it'll also jumping. It'll now. still be about ten feet out as Garth is jumping out. It's trying to just kind of bite down. Oh, catch him! Uh, gotcha. And it does. I think miss. It got a fourteen. That does miss. So it chomps out, and it clangs right on top of the helmet. Garth almost jumped As of you car. were almost engulfed by the Kraken. Um, I could have breathed. You could have breathed in the nice bile of the Kraken. As it stomach. was chewing you up. Um, and that then takes us to the now conjured wolf pack. Well, um... In that case, uh, I'm going to thank Real POTUS and Shadow Reels. Um, our wolf pack is, is there, all eight of them. I thought they were about to get wrecked, but they're going to crit. Eight times? Oh, oh, it's a crit <laughs> of a nat 20. On eight wolves. On eight wolves. Yes. So, right. right off the bat... That is going to be what eight times eight is your, six. Your, wolves, your wolves are biting, correct? Um, yes, that is their only attack. So they they get a two d four plus two. Correct. So six. Um, get a chance to knock it prone. I was going to say, do we want to? <laughs> so sixty four plus two. So he's looking at eighty. Prone. Yeah. Um. Right now, it cannot be prone. I was gonna say I don't know that that's possible. So your base um, damage is eighty points right now. So you know. Yes. Yeah. So base we'll do eighty. Eighty points. Uh, so roll, and roll two d four, add two to that, and then we'll multiply that by eight. 
Uh, four. I'll take average. Four, uh, four plus two is six. Times eight is forty-eight. So you do 128 points of damage as all of these wolves just launch at the same time in unison and latch on and shred this tentacle up. Welcome to the 120-point damage club. <laughs> hey, pleasure to be here. It's very, it's kind of lonely, but it's nice to know there's more of us. It's exclusive. It's not lonely. It's exclusive. <laughs> Uh, the kraken lets out a giant scream as one tentacle just gets shredded to bits. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Ew. Lots of sushi for the dogs. Calamari, not sushi. Calamari. Sushi. I take like a slice of the baguette and just... Oh, okay, you guys need to stop. Valari, it is your turn. I feel like I don't really want to kill it because, like I said before, I was like, it hasn't been fed in some time. I think it's just really hungry. So, second time's the charm. I'm going to, so I I imagine the collar is laying where it fell. Yeah, you have to make a jump to get to the tentacle now because it is still lifted in the air a little bit. Not as far. Like, you'll have to make a jump on difficult terrain. To see if you can get around it. Easy. Oh, great. So, I'm going to run to the collar, grab Uh, it, cast Misty Step onto, like, the tentacle. Okay. So I, like, land, like, laying on it. Okay. And then I'm gonna put the belt on it. Okay, I I need you to make a sleight of hand as you run up to grab this uh, collar in the mud. That's a twelve. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> it's a twenty-three. You scoop up the the belt. Uh, no, no it's a seventeen, and then she has a, a plus five on sleight of hand. Yeah, no, it's so twenty-two. But still, you you make it. You grab, yeah, you scoop Sorry. off the belt, and it in, and it's muddy, and you look up over your shoulder, and you feel yourself kind of transporting a swirl of smoke up onto this tentacle. And as you land on it, I need you to make a dexterity check to ensure that you don't slip off. Mm. Are you serious? Uh-oh. You have a re-roll or anything? I don't have anything, because nobody... Do you have sorcery points? Do I have what? Uh, sorcery I points! Do, but... Which my wild magic hasn't even actually searched that, and it probably should have. Um... And we're searching it right now, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> I'll need you to roll on your wild magic. One second. Yep. <laughs> your it, wild magic I have to read through all the things stick. I'm allowed to do. I can gain advantage. Can I use that now on my Tides of Chaos? Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, yeah, you're yeah. triggering two rolls it's on the I table It's all I can do. Then. So I'm gonna it's use... fine. I think I'm far enough away. <laughs> <laughs> far enough away. All right. Ah, oh, shit. What is the total for dexterity? It's 12. You well, because do... I only get to add this, right? 
Yeah, you do slip and fall, but you grab on, and you're able to get the belt around, and you're hanging from it. You're not able to clasp it, um, but you know that you can clasp Wait, it together. Wait, can what? I... Oh, no. Oh, no. Use my sorcery points to make my Misty Step my bonus action, and I'm going to cast Mage Hand. What? What? No. Yeah. What? Misty Step's already a bonus action. Oh, well then yeah. I don't need to spend a point. And I can just cast Mage Hand. Okay. And use that to help buckle it. Uh-oh. We lost yeah. some. We lost a Kearsley video. I have Kearsley. We do not. Oh no. I, I can hear weird. you. Chat, did you guys... Lose. Oh, yeah. we, oh, and we're oh, back. He's coming back, kind Wait. of. On our side, it'll be just a second. Uh, there he is. I'm going to plug in my hard line. Okay. I'm going to plug in my hard line. All right. Uh, we Take will, your time. We will hold for this, because you're able to <clears throat> help complete the class. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I want to know. Okay. Just, just break this down for me. Um, what? I know in game what just happened, but like. What did you you spent sorcery points to gain advantage and so, then sorcery points again? So I have a did lot you, did, of things. How did this happen? Did you what so happened? Did you double up on sorcery point use? No, because I actually didn't Time's even have to. Out. Okay, so with my sorcery points, I can use my meta magic to. Um, quicken the spell, which means if it has a time of an action, I can cast it as a bonus action. Right. Misty Step is a bonus action, so I didn't have to cast it as a bonus action, so I was able to use my Mage Hand Cantrip as my okay. action. Okay. Now, I was gonna say, with okay, my... So there's your spell Cantrip. Okay. Now, yeah. I have a thing called um, Tides of Chaos, which is part of my Wild Magic, which requires okay. me to roll against my um, wild magic table, the surge okay, table. Okay, so there's your double surge, got it. In order okay. to gain advantage on any attack, um, ability check, saving throw. Gotcha. Um, and okay. I only get that once per long rest, but okay. I can roll against my wild magic table to get my Tides of Chaos back if I need to. Yeah, so in all of that, essentially it broke down to movement, interact with object, uh, bonus action, a slip, which allowed her to get a wrap, uh, and then right. she, used her, she used her action, instead, action. Of, instead of wrapping, right. she used her action to now take this mage hand, and as she's dangling from the mage yeah. hand, completes the <laughs> buckle. Completes the yeah. buckle. So now the... Collar of imbued reducing. Yep, yes. is on the tentacle of the kraken. This kraken is now starting to shrink to half size, but you feel oh, an incredible surge come through your entire yeah. body, and you must roll twice. Okay, on that wonderful, wonderful wild magic table that I'm pulling up. <laughs> I feel like I rolled this number the other night. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know either. Well, I don't think anything... Okay, so... Two seconds. Files is breaking on it. Here it goes. Come on, load. Load this time. There it is. All right, your first roll? 52. 52. You 
feel the same tingle you had before, but it's like behind your eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, and you feel this tingle as if you now have extra sight into things that might not oh. be seen. Right, right. Oh! Okay, so do I see anything? <laughs> you don't see anything in this Seven more Krakens. Seven no. more <laughs> invisible no. Krakens. Okay. Wait, your second one? Um, 56. 56. You've Those are very close. Before. Yeah. Uh, your hair begins to fall out. Damn it. You get it back oh, the next day. I hate these ones. <laughs> well, it's fine. I'm wearing my hood anyway, so... I always want uh, This kraken is starting to shrink down to half its size, which is still considerably large. It is now like a, a giant octopus in front so, of you instead of a man-eating kraken. I was like, so I'm going to yell, don't kill it. And that's my turn. Well, wait, Astro has to go now. It is Astro's turn. And he kind of skitters back as you drop. And he looks up as this thing is shrinking in front of him. And he hears the wolves chomping and gnawing, and he kind of like backs up, nervous of the yeah. wolves going to Can't town. And Poor puppy. He's just kind of shaking, looking around, soaked wet, and he just sits his little butt down and watches you. Oh, um, also, sorry, chat. Uh, Alex's video should go back to normal size. <laughs> um, oh, they're just getting that now. No, 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 no. They, his he, his picture is tiny in his yeah. box. It it's like, it's, it's, weird. it's it's a video quality thing that I haven't figured out in OBS, so there we go. <laughs> Your face <laughs> is still like this big in the corner. It's uh, cute. It'll adjust. Don't worry about it. If not, we have Tiny Alex for the rest of Wait, did you Hi put guys. the belt did How's you put going? the belt on him? No. <laughs> 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 um, so this, this weird belt around me, I don't know. This Kraken has shrunk and is now Ari's turn. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I would like to do, but I don't know how to make it happen. He is sitting. Sorry. Somebody pointed oh, out that where your picture is in the stream with the background, Alex, you're literally like on top of the mountain. So you're just like little <laughs> at the top of this mountain while we're all like lower. Excellent. Okay. So I can either take this one of two ways. I don't want to hurt the Kraken. My like boring action would be to ready a shot in case it goes to attack Garth. Okay. But what I would like to do is I just remembered that I have a frying pan that can make food, but I just need fire. So... Call that out. Call it out. Somebody can do that. I, okay. A lot of people can do that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've then heard how it's done. I'm going to instead grab my frying pan and yell out, I need some fire! And maybe a mage hand. And that's what I'm going to do. All right. You're standing near the center of the island screaming about fire holding a frying pan. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Garth, you splash into the water and you see this kraken giant in size start to shrink up. Um, and you notice that it has tentacles wrapped around this island, and they all start shrinking back towards itself as it doesn't have the length to uh, keep its tentacles around the island anymore. Now, so, was I I was mid-air at the start of my turn, right? Yes. I guess I would have been jumping towards it. I mean, it. You, you're, you're splashing into the water at this point. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so I see all of these tentacles, and I'm like, can I breathe okay? I'm gonna, like, take a test breath. 
You take a test breath, it is perfectly clean air. You two notice the bubble in front and that you see bubbles kind of in a pattern going in and out of this like space of air. And so I only see the one Kraken and all its, all its tentacles. Yep. I am going to start a, a, a per- perception check on if I see a gem on its person. There is no person, but yes, you may. You may uh, <laughs> Odd choice of words. Well, yes, yes, yes. Body. <laughs> attached to it somewhere. Oh no, lucky! <laughs> Use that feet. And while he looks up that number, uh, Potus says, "This is perfect. I've been wanting to watch more cooking streams." <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. I, with perception, have an eighteen. 18. You do notice as you go underwater in a misshapen smaller tentacle, there seems to be a purple glint stuck into it. I want to go toward that. Alright. You are able to swim um, at half of your movement speed. Um, This thing is nice, big, and heavy on you, but uh, you're able to move towards it. You get within about Eight feet or so, and you notice that this appears to be exactly the piece you're looking for on this tentacle that is now shrinking a bit more. Uh, Mage Hand. You cast Mage Hand, and it flutters through the water and grabs on. Um, it appears to need a little more force than ten pounds to pull out. But you Second do see it kind hand. of. You do see it kind of wiggle. Second can mage hand. Have multiple mage hands? No. <laughs> second hand. <laughs> uh, you can have second. You can have a second mage hand if an item allows you to, but you can't cast two mm-hmm. at the same time. Darn. Darn. Okay. <gasps> yeah, okay. I, I, gave, I gave that circlet to uh, a dragonborn that came in yeah. one of our summer shows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think. Okay. I think that's my turn. Yes. Yes, that would be your turn. Okay. Really quick, just so I know for my next turn. Would you consider this thing unattended? Because is it really attending to it? Uh, <laughs> it's tentacling. T- no, that didn't work. Tentacling to it? Attentacling. I feel like it's in its hand. I feel like it's, it's attached. <laughs> it's not like, in its no, hand. It's like yeah, there. I feel like it's embedded. But yeah. like, are the tentacles like all of their like sensing, feeling things yeah. all over their arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it would it would sense that you're attempting to pull this thing out right now. Okay, so it it's aware of action that is being occurred, but I, I don't think it's like looking directly at it or grabbing it. Um, we can try what you're thinking. And... It's for my next turn. I just yeah, need to figure out if it is attended or if, unattended. If we get around to it, if you're not eaten by the still bigger than you, Kraken. Perfect. Yep, we'll Perfect. get there. We'll get there. Um, sweet. It's fine. Lord Dracland. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um... Hmm. I'm very confused because yeah. people have this a sense to not kill this thing yet it's trying to eat us uh so uh hmm. Mm. uh i will sure why not uh i'm gonna use my drought magic 
racial trait to cast darkness uh like kind of like above the water but casting it so that it covers like the whole sphere of this thing's like upper body and face just so it is like just in the middle of darkness doesn't really know what's going on okay uh i obviously don't know what garth is doing or anything that's happening down there uh but i'm kind of just wanting to delay uh what we're doing because I don't know if we're attacking this thing or not anymore. Uh, so that is that's a concentration. So I do have to drop my hex. Okay. Um, and then uh, yeah, that will last for ten minutes. It's a fifteen foot radius sphere. So okay. fifteen foot, fifteen foot. So it, I definitely don't want it to be like covering the whole thing in the in the water because I know Garth went down there. So it's more like covering everything above Sitting water. Above it. Yeah. In that space, it yeah. doesn't. I can't cast it on the creature. So as you cast it like just above the creature's head uh it does encompass the creature and you hear a bit of a screech and you see a little flail of a couple tentacles come out of the water as if uh it believes it's just gone blind um and you see a little bit of a splash and a froth of this happening uh potus thank you for hopping in um unattended might be for e but uh, I think it still works. It's it it's probably going to be very close. Um, it's definitely yeah. somewhat of the rule set. Uh, we can take a look at that here in a second. Um, uh, yeah, Rumil. When you cast fog cloud, everyone likes it. I see how this goes. I mean, I don't know that. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's feed the monster no. now. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so, uh, and we gave him a lot of hard. Yeah, <laughs> you and I thought it. I loved great. it. I loved but it. Fine. And um, <laughs> um, so it threw me. You said I'm twenty. How far am you're I from 10, shore? You're about ten feet from the edge of shore. Okay, so it'll take How, most okay, of your so action I'm, to swim there. Right. Um, is swim half speed? I believe it is, That's unless you, you have a swim. Speed. Well, you told Garth that was half. It's right. half speed, definitely for Garth, because he's wearing the heavy item. Right, but I, I feel like that might be a rule, and I don't know that one because I haven't. I'll look it up real quick. It seems logical. It seems right. logical. Um, I know that is. Uh, maybe it's in my bottom on the bottom of my page. Ooh, drinks water to an otter. Uh, at half speed. Oh, um, but if you're an yeah, otter, then it is. But that would take an action. Yeah, but then otter Swim and the creature's like, speed. "Oh, look an otter!" <laughs> so, oh, I'm so angry at an otter. If I can make it to shore. How far away is Ari? And by the bench. Yeah, Ari's a good like 35, 40 feet in. Um, mm-hmm. It is still raining hard, so it is difficult terrain. So okay, unless you can transform into something different. Or if you want to like levitate and fly, or well, I can't do flying yet. Uh, so here's what we're gonna try. What could possibly go wrong? Mm. Everything. I'm excited. Everything. I'm super excited. So I'm going to swim towards the shore. Um, it's gonna. I'll have uh, five feet of movement once I get. Or would you consider that an action to get out? Uh, because it is a sheer drop-off, I would consider it a bit of work. So, yes, it would be more of an action to get out than, like, a interact. 
Um, if you fire, I can come to you. Cast iron is made of iron. Um, I'm going to... Well, then maybe I can cast it. What is it? Eh, I don't think I could do that while swimming. Somatic elements while swimming, I don't think that's going to... If you can Red water one hand out. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to go to the edge of the water. I'm going to produce flame and throw it at the pan. All right. What go wrong? I'm, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need you to. Uh, what do you? Want I'm gonna need you to roll an attack on the pan. Okay. Come on. Oh, that is a twenty-four. Oh yeah, you hit that pan. <laughs> you hit that pan. Um, and just so anyone who is listening, watching, and players on stream, if you want to attack non animate objects uh they do have armor classes and yeah. they're they're roughly estimated by the dm but uh the i believe the dm guide and maybe the player's guide give you some of them like rope is like a five yeah um so yeah <laughs> we have a simple. Rings quote from doobly-doo looks like meat is on the menu tonight um, so the pan, <laughs> the pan catches just underneath and lights up nicely um it does make a breakfast that smells exactly like Ari had grown up, as she is the one holding the pan. Uh, so something she grew up with. Ari, <laughs> what What do you... Uh... Yep, I need you to roll attack. Nice. Nice, chat. Nice. Uh, Ari, you, you smell some meats. Um, and I think a hash brown in there. That's yeah. exactly what I, what I smell. All right. Um, Too hungry for this is, conversation. It is now a <laughs> yeah. pan yeah. of meat and hash browns. Fantastic. <laughs> Just for Why people not? who are hearing this and not reading, I think Dad Sorens needs to be read. I'm going to need you to roll an attack on the pan, said every GM ever to Captain Hook. <laughs> but, um, there it is. There it is. Um, and uh, our next season will be set in Neverland, apparently. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. You don't even know. Like, don't joke about that. Uh, <laughs> like, you cannot. Well, when we when we end this when we end this storyline, we can always talk about what our next season looks like. Teak would have a role in the game. Yep. Yep. POTUS is saying that right there too. Oh no. Okay. Chat might be voting. We're doing a, a pan-inspired uh, season next. Uh, we do have summer coming up. It is. Ooh, it is uh, the Kraken's turn. Yes, Kraken. Who is now Kraken much like smaller. Kraken. And smell he, the food. Oh. Because he could smell. Oh, that story, and it should have worked. That uh, carrot should have given you a second carrot from Stream Element. Sorry, um, but. Anyways, come on. This is why we don't let the DM see the chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just saw the, the bots that should have been going off. Focus. Oh, poor robots. Uh, this this Kraken is now thinking it's blind, so it sinks into the water. And it sees... Sorry, Garth. It sees Garth kind of coming at the, the tentacle. And it pulls the tentacle back. And it roars at Garth. And it's going to attack now. Underwater? 
You can see bubbles and you hear a screeching echo. Like... <laughs> Basically. I will um, say, to his credit, does Garth have an additional AC because of the helmet that he's wearing? Because let's be honest, know. that is a metal helmet. Half. You get one extra half? To the half a point? <laughs> no, no, you get that's equivalent a to a whole point. Half. <laughs> uh, but it rounds down, though. Yeah. Oh. I was say, would, would you... <laughs> DM jokes. I get to give you half an AC, and it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter because I rolled a one. <laughs> anyway, no, let's just see here. The Kraken, okay. the Kraken attempts to bite at Garth for a thirteen. No, it bites at you and kind of that's climbs a second time off of the second. front. Uh, but a tentacle comes sweeping in at you. And let's see here at disadvantage. Yep, a tentacle comes sweeping in at you and swipes under your feet uh, and misses. And then a final tentacle comes sweeping in at you. Is that from the darkness? Just to clarify, you were saying at disadvantage. At is that disadvantage the... because it is half size. So oh, I'm rolling oh, him at okay, disadvantage. Okay, that's right where that's now. coming from. Gotcha. Uh, You're welcome. Because he is far oh, smaller okay. than he's Good used call. to. Good call. Uh, I believe the rule does reduce the, the hit by. Yeah two or four or something, but he's far sure. smaller and it's not just like a oh, yeah. a one foot to a half foot. It's a massive change for this guy. So he's at right. disadvantage. Um, oh, I, no, I totally agree with the ruling. I was just curious where it was coming from. Yes, this, I totally agree with the ruling. This <laughs> final attack, the tentacle does grasp onto you because it is a 22. Oh yeah, just made it. Just made it barely. <laughs> Uh, and his damage doesn't get any bonus, and you take five points of damage, and you are grappled underwater at the moment. Fortunately, the mask is holding tight to you. Yes. Hey, can I, when that happened, did I notice that, I mean, I imagine we can hear the Kraken submerge um, back into the water. Yeah, you heard the Kraken submerge into the water, and there's tons of splashing and bubbling and gurgling uh, the tentacles okay. goes by. That's my belt. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd probably want to drop my concentration then. All right. So concentration is dropped. Realizing that it was useless. The darkness disappears. Um, it's the wolves' turn. They're in the back, and all of the tentacles have something. Everything. In. Yeah. Uh, having nothing. I think, and their their base, uh, like action. Unless commanded, otherwise is just to defend. So the wolves. Uh, so they're just gonna. The wolves huddle up mm-hmm. with all of their hindquarters together, and they're all facing yeah. out in a circle and all growling, not sure where this thing has gone. And they kind of all pace a bit and work together right. just to guard the space that they're in. Okay. Galari. So you have dropped to the ground yep. and you're standing there and you saw the tentacles sink back into the water. So if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. we had two boxes of pastries. Mm-hmm. We ate mm-hmm. some out of the one, one and they threw that one into the, the mouth. But there should be another box. One I also am standing left. with a frying pan full of food, food. and no way to get it to the monster yet. Right. But there was yeah. a box, right? So Garth Mage handed the full box into the mouth. But there should yeah. be there some should left. Be, there should be one uh, full crumbs. soaked pastry. Um, I well, I guess what I'm just going to do is because I have rations in my pack. Okay. 
I'm just oh. gonna start grabbing food from my bag and throwing it into the water. Since I can't attack it, I want to just distract it. All right. So I'm just gonna start throwing food. And according to my list, I had my standard ten days plus an additional four rations. Okay. So I can throw as much of that as whatever. You, you mark down how much you care to throw, it, and let me know how much food goes out. I think the additional four was given to us from the house, and we would have used it on our travels to town. Correct. Uh, So you're at at ten total in your your pouch. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I guess I'll start. I guess it would be logical that I would only get through about half of it as I'm just, like, throwing stuff out. Probably three or four is what you're able to... So, yeah, yeah, we'll say, like... That's fair. Okay. All right. So you throw a bunch of food out into the water... So and since he's smaller, that'll make more of a difference, I would think. He's like, ooh, hope, jump right? the rations. Yeah. Um, Astro sees you throwing food out there, and he lets out a little line. <laughs> and he watches you, and then he rushes back, and he grabs the one box with the donut in it, and he pulls on it and slides it towards you, and it's mud-covered, and there's a puddle <laughs> of a donut in the bottom as it Ow. slides up against your foot Cute. and he's he's just like looking around like I don't know what to do what a good taco uh back to Ari um so it's underwater now it's underwater you just saw it some is. thrashing and bubbles and screams you know Garth is under there as well okay um yeah I don't want to throw the pan but at this point I can't get it, so I'm just gonna whoop, empty the contents of the pan into the water as far as I can get them. Alright. They land out in the water just shy of where you think you saw its head go down, um, and they kind of get sucked under in the bubbles. Uh, and coming to Garth's turn, uh, you do see hash browns and some like <laughs> cooked sausage floating down around you as this thing's got you grappled underwater. Okay, well, um... I have an argument, though. The hash browns are probably mostly float. They got yeah. sucked underwater a little bit. They're kind of in the water at the moment. I'll say, if they, if they get soggy, then they'll drop. Um, so did we determine that the gem... Well, where is the gem now? Where'd that tentacle go? It kind of tucked back behind as it saw you attacking and going for it. Um... <laughs> are my arms pinned... You're, You're grappled. grappled. Your arms are wrapped up against you. Your feet are barely hanging out from under this thing. Great. Uh, then I will do... Uh, I'm going to do... No, I'm not going to do that. Darn, didn't prep it. Huh. Yeah, don't um, you hate that? Yeah, I didn't prep Misty Step. What's in your circlet? Expeditious retreat. retreat ain't going to help me. Yeah. Um, in fact... No somatic spells are really going to help me. Um, Anything just a verbal spell? No. Verbal material? No, that's not going to help me. Well, unless you don't... Uh, Do you have a component pouch? Well, I got a spellcasting focus. Mm, yeah, usually you have to have control on that. Yeah. It's in my hand like this. It, what is your focus again? <clears throat> my staff. Did you dive in with your staff? Uh, I guess I probably would have. Probably. I probably would have put taken off my satchel and the mm. and the thing there. So I'm just like, 
You yeah. were supposed to see me. Um, I got nothing. I'm trying to break the grapple. Yeah, yeah. I, guess, I, I guess I'll just try and break the grapple with a minus one. Strength check. Strength. Uh, I mean, <sighs> I don't think that'll do it. Um, even my highest portent I don't think would do it. So, let me just double check that one. Mm, darn. Did you use your nat 20? No. Oh. Yeah, shut up, Lindsay. Sorry, I'm just curious if that's what he used to grapple you. Gosh, Lindsay! No, it would have done even more damage. <laughs> the, the, the nat 20 is me going in the mouth now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh Oh, my dice rolled better than my portent. Hey, that's good. That's a positive. Now he's there you go. One. Uh, 16 to break the grapple. You break the grapple. What? Yeah, baby! Strong like how? Oh. Okay. So that was my action. Yep. Now my... Run away. Well, that would be swimming at half speed. Um, so double checking the bonus actions. That one I didn't prepare. <laughs> That one. Would expeditious retreat give you a, a boost? Oh, I guess I would be able to take the dash, so I would be able to swim faster. So my mind screams to the circlet, now! And I just start... <laughs> You're able to swim up and get to the edge of the shore. Okay. On the island, not on the outside. Right, yes. Okay. Wait, so I'm on, like, I'm on the shore? You're, no, you're at the edge. You have to use okay. an action to pull yourself up or have someone lift you out of the water because of the, the heavy contraption on your head. Great. I'm gonna just, yeah, I guess I'll just be there then. I'm Lord, there. Can, yeah. Lord Drakland, you do see uh, the metal contraption float up out of the water, and <laughs> you think you see a face in it, and you hear some screaming, definitely. How <laughs> <laughs> far am I away from that? You hear some screaming. Um, Why is about, it underwater? You're probably about uh, 10 feet back from the shore as you were firing some shots and sliding towards the water a little bit. It is okay. still downpouring on you all. Mm-hmm. Do I have a control weather spell? No, I don't. <laughs> I still have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of us really do. No. Um, I know I feel bad that I used the darkness and the creature went into the water and then I see Garth coming out of the water. It doesn't take much to piece that together. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Um, I guess I will uh, run over and then pull Garth out of the water All right. and then carry him back onto the land as much as I can. You're able to get him about five or six feet in onto the land, like get him out of the water and away from the edge a little bit. Okay, can I... Is Would that be my action to do that? Yeah, your action would be to lift and pull because pull it's not out. a small thing. Uh, like a interactive object would be grabbing a book yeah, or yeah. a candelabra or something. Can I like... I guess... So maybe I can't, but... Um, is there any way to get the suit off of him? Uh, as I'm doing that, that's kind of my intention as I'm pulling him, is like to yank the suit off. I will but I will allow you to roll a sleight of hand to see if you're able to get a hand in there as you're pulling back. Uh, otherwise, okay. you just continue to pull back and you're not able to get a strap. Get him out. Okay. 
That's a 10. You're able to fumble with the straps, but not able to unhinge any of them at all. Okay, cool. Um, and then I think that's it, but let me just double check. Yeah, I'll be done. Rumil, it is your turn, sir. Um, I think I will pull myself up onto shore and then stumble towards the group. Okay. You're able to pull yourself up onto shore, make it about 15 feet in, so you're a little bit away from um, Valari and uh, Vago. Yep, and the bench is up towards the front of you. The rest of the group is on the other side of the bench, essentially. Perfect. Uh... It is the Kraken's turn. I'm going to use a nat 20 here. Bye, guys! Yeah, I have a lot of and he's smaller. A tentacle comes lashing out of the water, and the Kraken's mm-hmm. face comes out. Uh, you see this time the Kraken kind of has to pull itself up on land almost a little bit. Did and it eat any of the food on its way? Uh, you see a bit of hash brown kind of dripping <laughs> off of its head. Uh, it didn't eat any of the food... It is looking for, it seems to be, more alive meat at this point. Uh, it does hit Garth. Ooh, you lucked out on the roll here. Uh, it hits you for 10 points of damage. It grapples you. Um, man, those 2d6s both rolled ones. What? Yeah. Reverse halfling luck, man. Snake eyes. Love it. Right there. Uh, so you you did well on that one, and that 20 didn't do as hot, but uh, you are grappled, and it grabs you tight at this point, and it is the wolf's turn, which they haven't been given any action, so they still kind of pace about the back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They move a little bit towards Rumiel as if they are to protect him, but not very far. Uh, Valari, it is your turn. Um, you hear this commotion happening. Uh, you hear some screaming as a tentacle latches down on on Garth. Is it the jewel tentacle? No. The jewel tentacle is a little stubby tentacle. It's his Nemo fin. Mm-hmm. Would I have seen that at any point? Uh, you would have heard a lot of splashing and screaming. No, I so... mean the jewel and the tentacle. No. So you're not aware of the jeweled tentacle yet. Get it out of the water! (laughs) It's... How far out of the water is it? It's come up on the edge just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not like fully out of the water. You see its head... And a few of the tentacles kind of reaching up on the land as it's trying to get up onto the edge of the land, attacking Garth. Uh, okay, so trying to get up onto the land. Yes. Um, I'm gonna cast Ray of Sickness. What level is that? You don't have to accept it. Um, uh, it's one, but I'm trying to decide. Because I don't want to kill it. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do it at level three, but I don't want to kill it. Non-lethal. 
Non-lethal only applies to melee damage. Okay. Well, but non-lethal. <laughs> I mean, you can poison people to death. I'm just saying. <laughs> it pukes its guts out, literally. Yeah, but I've also been poisoned and lived, so. I know, but I'm just saying. All right. Want to kill? It. Roll to hit. That's a 19. It hits. I need you to both roll your damage and your wild magic table. Again? Yeah. Again. The, <laughs> the bald, invisible seeing Valari. Two. Do I see anything? <laughs> okay. Um, so 2d8 plus 1d8 plus. Spell levels, it's normally one, so plus two, so I'm rolling four d8s. There it is, four d8s of damage. Hear those beautiful metal dice roll. And then you'll have to save. Okay, so I've got six. So that's 14, 21. 21? I believe so. Well played. 16. Uh, that does save, mm-hmm. so you're not poisoned as well. Okay. He looks a little green along the gills there. Literally. Literally. Um, <laughs> Astro sees this, and he launches forward and teleports and goes to latch onto this thing. Can I use my vocal as he's doing that? Of my turn, since we share a turn. Sure, you want to yell something out? As they pull him out of the water. <laughs> Alright, uh, Astro uses his re-roll. Thank you for that. Um, he does land a hit on this Kraken, and as he hears you shout out, uh, Astro latches in to like the upper face right next to the eye, and pulls down uh, and you see that he bites on, but he doesn't, like, try to shred or tear. Uh, Astro does do damage. <clears throat> non-lethal as a melee attack. And say, yeah. incapacitates the Kraken. And the Kraken is now essentially dead. It's incapacitated. The fight is over. Uh, he was... He was at one HP before Astro's turn. If he would have, so are we still in turn order? Or no, you're done. Yeah. Okay. The battle is over. Astro would have, uh, or if you would have rolled any higher, you would have killed it. Astro laid it flat. So I'll run up and I'll help him, like pull it out of the water. I'm just also helping. Retrieve, and the wolves can pull it out. <laughs> you got <to> retrieve, <laughs> and so well, you've got eight wolves, two people and a dog pulling this thing out of the water um it's still like, hundreds of pounds uh tentacles say, and all it would take eight wolves yeah um it can i'm gonna go specifically to garth to help ungrapple wait. wait 
Wait. He's... He doesn't need to... Hi. Hi. The Kraken <laughs> is... I'll pull the suit man. off of him. <laughs> no, we need that. Uh, unless someone else wants to... Find the tiny... There's a little tentacle. A little stubby one. So we find the small tentacle. Yeah, it's and the one that uh, Astro was pulling up on uh, as the other wolves had pulled perfect. the bigger tentacles. So I'm going to pull out my knife. And I'll like, sort of try and get the gem out. And pry it I have out? to cut oh. a little or pry it out. Or... All right. You're able to pull this purple gem out of the Kraken with a little bit of blood, uh, but not too much damage. Uh, and it is the gem that does fit the amulet. It is able to sock it right in. Found it. So should we just throw him back and keep him small so he can't do as much harm? No, I want that belt. I. We well, can buy another collar. I want that one. <laughs> you want the one I bought for Astro. We can buy you another blue one. It's not a big deal. No. All right, so... I mean, it we does can seem knocked out. First. It does seem knocked out. If we take the belt off, it seems like it will be okay. Yeah, but if you take the belt off, it's going to get massive. Yeah! Are you going to push it back in the water? Push it all except I, that tentacle and then undo I, it. Yes. I feel like it, it can probably push itself back in if it's big. But if it's incapacitated... But if it grows and knocks over the bench or... Yeah. Into the portal, that would be bad. Yeah. Or maybe just suffocates because it can't breathe air. Exactly. There's so many things that could go wrong. I think we should Let's keep it leave it on the so island out, just... outside of the water. I don't want to kill it. I didn't want it to die. I was kidding. Oh. It won't. So I think we leave the belt on and just throw it back in. And then he's I not as big that. and... It won't hurt people like it could. I'll walk over and I'm going to take the belt off. Oh my gosh, <laughs> why? As, as you take the belt off, the thing starts growing in front of you. Tentacles kind of flop back into the water. Uh, you all get shoved across the island as tentacles grow back out at you. Um, you're each kind of pushed to the edges on the far sides and the creature slides into the water. Uh, I feel um, like it would have been safer for everyone if we had just left it smaller. Too late. I could buy Safe another is, collar. It's not Safe a big... isn't the point. Um, now, you might want to get out through the portal, and I'm going to start calling some healing. Because being a druid, I clearly don't want this thing to die. So as it's going into the water, I'm actually going to start healing oh, it. No, I run to the bench. <laughs> so I'm like, y'all better go. So <laughs> better get through the portal. Go grab the portal and go through it. I uh, run over to Rumiel and I grab the belt. I'm like, valiant effort, good sir. Put it on. Mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> if, does he come near me? He who? Garth. No, Maybe. not yet. Not yet. Never mind. Not yet. I, I, go, I jumped through the portal. Um, I don't. I don't go near Valari for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if he'll have a choice. The Astro does hop in after you. Um, the rain slows to a stop, uh, and the sun starts to come out, and you're all able to make it back through uh, with healing on this creature as it goes right, back as into I'm the water. Coming through the, well, I'm just gonna start keep 
Yeah. I use a, a few of the summer courts right. to of get it kick-started. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, Lord Draculin, did you bring the thing? The apparatus? I would have picked I would have pulled it off. If I pulled you off I'm, you, I'm, I would have kept like, it, yeah. I kind of picked up camp and then... <laughs> I just threw it in! <laughs> Wait, and down know. to the depths! <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Alright, you are all found in the park now in town. Uh, soaking wet. And it seems like it didn't even rain in town here. Press the digitation. I'm dry. I pressed to digitate him wet again. <laughs> <laughs> dry. Press to digitate him wet. Then I grab my mage hand and go over and take the collar off his waist. You've got to roll against him, and he's got to roll against you. I'm willing to do that. I'm mad. Well, what hell, you did I do? He actually did nothing. What did I FYI. specifically do? I don't know what you did, but I'm mad, and I want to do it. <laughs> what the about the one who... I out. feel like nobody deserves the collar now. It's Astros. Okay, I I'm gonna have you roll sleight of hand. Um, and I will Nathan. take that. I will give it back to you if you would like to give me that quiver back. Nathan. I you know the quiver's Nathan, not really worth it. I need that. you to uh, roll perception, and then Valari, I'm gonna need you to roll on your uh, wild magic table because of the anger flaring. So you said up. sleight of hand first. Sleight of hand perception. I'm so perception. I'm gonna use my reroll from last episode. Perfect. I will say. I mean, perception. You're in the middle of a fight. Wet, dry, wet, dry. Would be. Yeah, but you're. You are in a fight with her. Yeah. Yeah. So if she's trying to cast something underhanded, you are already looking at this. Yeah, that would be my argument. So passive. So you can use passive or your reroll. I'll say uh, eleven. Uh, gobshite, yes, I did. Uh, we had a nat 20 grapple with the Kraken a few minutes ago. On me. I rolled a 17 on my side again. So she beat my 11. Alright. Uh, so she's able to grab onto the belt and start to do the unbuckle, but she surges with wild magic. What is your wild magic roll? 20? Also, 26? 26? 26, huh? She's within 30 feet of me. Destroy the nearest please, magic please item. Re -roll. Oh, that's right. Um, while this is going on, can I do a little healing on myself? It's a 51. Just in the midst of all this. Yeah, you may do a little healing on okay. yourself. Yep. Cool, thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be off by myself doing this. Oh, Don. I Garth could that. use some. Well, I still can. Especially There's four. That's about to happen. You actually uh, feel the ground slip out from under you as you've cast grease under yourself unintentionally. <laughs> At least I got the belt, though. You didn't get the belt. I cast a 17. My mage you hand did. Onto it. No, the mage hand did. Your mage hand did. But. You slip and fall as you're trying to control the unbuckling. Uh, Garth, the belt does come unbuckled and fall off of you. The mage hand disappears and you fall prone. What does Astro do? And I also fall. You do fall, yep. The mage hand under you causes you to drop. 
Um, so you land on your feet, you land on your butt. Astro is sitting back and he's whimpering. I will, since she's on her butt, I pick up the collar and I toss it towards her. I'm like, fine. I am sorry that we went back for this. This has been very handy. It has helped me very much in sticky situations. But if it is so important to you, you may have it. And enjoy the quiver as well. I just think the good of everyone was more important than keeping this stupid collar, and we could have bought another one. If we could have kept the Kraken smaller, then maybe it would have hurt. The Kraken was not going to stay smaller. If it stayed on the belt. It would have taken the belt off, most likely. I don't think it could have done that. It doesn't... It's not... It doesn't have, um, I can't even think of the words. I'm so upset. Thumbs? Yeah, opposable <laughs> limbs. It doesn't have, like, opposable thumbs. Opposable. It can't undo a buckle. So, I, as, as it a... It also has suction to slide it off a tentacle, though. As a silent observer of this whole fight, <laughs> uh, why are we not killing the Kraken? Why would we kill it? It's not its fault. It's just a creature. Somebody so, used it. Jared, from my training yep. of no, my knowledge of krakens, would I know them to be evil creatures in um, general, or are they like just like a beast, like I think they're just an animal? Beast, aren't they? You you would know it to be mildly understandable as like a an evil, but uh, you wonder in your training because they usually attack ships if it's because they're protecting ground or home, or if they're um, actually seeking chaos. Uh, okay. So you're you're kind of on the edge if this thing would have just sought to kill or if it was protecting something. Okay, so I guess so I'll say I, I guess yesterday we we did kill a frog hemoth and then sent a young lad off a cliff. So I didn't send him off a cliff. <laughs> I just told you guys where the stairs were. You all saw the sign. I think I think we yes, but the way we handled it's that confusing. lad was not. <laughs> Exactly. Look, I'm not saying I haven't done some oh, shady shit. Like, I totally agree with that. Guys, <laughs> I, I, dragon in minutes. I'm just <laughs> saying we had the option and the opportunity to do something halfway decent. <laughs> Can you Ari, Ari speaks, speaks a good point. To be fair, we do have a friend on the line at this point. I'm just, that's what I'm, you know, whatever. Keep your collar. I'll just buy a new one. Do whatever you want. So I like walk off with Ast- hoping Astro follows. <laughs> how how does the walking tongue. off work with the grease? <laughs> oh, well, no. it only lasts. It's very, it's very awkward. She stands up and slides around for a moment and is able to like hoof her way out of the grease and then stomp away. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear. Did you say keep the collar? I said I don't care. Do whatever you want. She keep left the, the collar. collar I left ground. it on the ground. I said if it's that important, because I can just buy another one. It's not a big deal. So you do still have the collar. Nobody okay. has the collar. It's on the ground in the grease. Well, I mean, he's going to make. I'll pick it up. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know where we might be able to find Ebron? I think we need to go to the east side of the city where the pictures of the kings were. That's fair. Uh, as you recall the pictures of the kings, it was outside of the city, uh, to the southeast of the town, essentially. Yep. I think that's probably our best bet at this point. Either that or trying to... Go back to his to house. The cav- well, either that or the caverns. 
where the uh, where the rope is. was. If that was where they were going to try and do the summoning. Mm. I think at this point, uh, seeing this happen, I think Draclan would have ran after Valari, um, and then just say, uh, "Valari, uh, I just I didn't finish that thought there. Uh, I can see you're upset, and I I know this didn't go how we wanted, but I do want to let you know that Krakens are not." Uh, just animals. They they tend to be evil beasts that eat men. So, uh, uh, I know it didn't go how we wanted, but, uh, yeah. I could get into a whole debate about what creatures are actually evil and not, but I'm just, I'm over it now. Let's just do whatever needs to be done. Like, it's done. I can't change it. They make okay, their just, decisions, so. I'll just keep walking next to her then, wherever she's going. All right. And staying silent. Um, Astro is about seven or eight paces behind his tail down and his ears back as if he's almost in trouble. Uh, he doesn't care for the fight and the anger. Um, and so he's just kind of sadly slash nervously following. Sure. Uh, the rest of the group, you're a little bit behind. Do you head towards, um... Uh, Falari and Rackland to let them know what's going on, or what is your thought? Well, I think we should at least follow as we're trying to make our decision, but uh, what, are you, what are you thinking is the best... I mean, do we try and meet them in the caverns? I, I see there's a, there's a good point in trying to go to where the portraits were painted. Um, I mean, I don't know where they're going, so I don't necessarily care to follow. Uh, y'all know what you want. We're gonna game plan. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> I think the important thing is we know the last place that we saw Ebrin was down near that shack. It's true. We have this amulet, which I think we need to kind of piece back together. And apparently there is some sort of purple stone out in the mountains, which may be very important as well. Is the gem in the amulet fitting nicely, or does it need work? No, okay. it, like, as you placed it in, it just kind of locked in, as if it was just kind of broken free. Oh, because they have the amulet, and then there was another stone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, lower city to the shack, then? It's at least a place to look. I don't have any better ideas. What was the direction you were heading? Oh, I was going to get breakfast. You're heading to Because I'm hungry, because I haven't ate. All right, so you're, breakfast? You're, you're going back to the inn then. Uh, Which is a way to the Undercity. Yeah, yeah. there is a, a way to the Undercity there. All right. Uh, as Draclan and Valari make uh, their way into the inn... Uh, Astro is still following in suit. Uh, the the barkeep upstairs. Oh, hello. Um, there's some open tables for you. Um, you look quite wet. Um, and rough morning. Hairless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes, of course, of course, of course, of <laughs> course. Rough morning for you. Minor illusion, some hair. You can yes. say that. <laughs> well, um, a bit of breakfast and um. A bit of tea? 
Sounds good. All right. Um, and some for the dog too. Oh, we'll get some meat for the dog. Um, how are you, sir? Anything for you? Uh, I'm okay, thank you. All right. Um, take a seat. We'll we'll have a, a plate out for you in a second. <laughs> uh, and behind uh one of the tables, a young girl kind of walks over and gives Esther a little pet on the head, and he he wags his tail cautiously at her and then scoots up next to Valari, um, and the girl just sits back on her chair and stares down at the dog. The rest of the group, are you following into the inn then? Uh, I think that's probably our best course of action. We've got to get to the lower city. That's the closest that's way. That story I... says Valari needs something sweet to help balance out all the better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would I would say to Rumiel, uh, I did take... I was about to ask, of, of, uh, how yeah, you... I haven't taken a hit in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Huh? Can you help? <laughs> Probably. As he lifts up an arm and it's like broken and dangling. <laughs> oh, this well, is what happened when I fell off my mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, here one one moment, and I'll. Well, actually, we're about to take a short rest. I'm assuming. Um, so, I'll go. I'll go. I've used three. No, we'll do one. I'll do one because I don't get those back on a short rest. Um, I will give you uh, a D six. Cool. Um, let me know. Let's see how this goes. Uh, you'll take four. Okay. I can also I can also take do dice if we're doing if we're breaking. That's what I was gonna say. Like I can supplement you know hit dice as well because that's a thing. Like I only I have so many of those. Right. Yeah. But you can supplement a hit dice. Uh no. Like if you roll hit dice, I can. Do healings, but I can't help your hit dice. But I can, I can heal. Combo. You in, in, a, in addition to hit. yeah, in a combo with your hit dice. Gotcha. Okay, so you gave me four. I'll take another hit dice worth, which is a six, baby. Nice. Okay. I will actually take a hit dice myself, just in case. I'm not full, but that'll do. Well, I mean, lucky D eights. There you go. So yeah, beautiful. It's great. I don't have any spells to recover on the short rest. I jumped in the water. Uh, so I take it you're healing up before you walk into the inn. Yeah. Uh, or kind of, if we go into break, we'll take a short rest in the inn. I'm assuming that's what that was. Because if you were rolling hit dice, Nathan, yeah, and I would, like, I'm assuming we're going to go to the yeah, inn and take a, not to a rest. All right, All right. Then, so you've you've stepped into then, the inn. Uh, you've been offered breakfast as well, or any food or drink. Um, the inn is fairly quiet right now, as okay. it's mid-ish morning, so it's about nine thirty, ten o'clock. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you accept breakfast and a table? Yes. Why not? All right. Uh, do you say the same table as Valari or nearby? Uh, we'll go to their table. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, since I had breakfast, I'll just take some of the the brew that whatever whatever Ari had. That seemed to. <laughs> Wow. Ah, so some of the brew. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, it will um, lighten your spirits, sir. <laughs> That's uh, exactly I'm... the sort of thing I like to do. Is perfect. Uh... Brew all around. Uh, no, thank you. No, thanks. I probably shouldn't. I might as well try it. Okay. What, what well, possibly go wrong. Oh? I'll bring a few brews out and um, some meat for the doggo. And um, all right, I'll be I'll be right back. And he hustles back to the uh, kitchen. Um. Uh, and as the sun's shining in, uh, the dust catches your eyes just a bit in the doorway. As you'd seen the front door kind of swing a bit. Uh, it's a beautiful morning. The inn is mildly lit. Uh, <laughs> and you hear a, a small squeak of a chair moved at the back of the table. Uh, and as you kind of all look back at the six people at the table, hmm? you tilt your head briefly and realize there's one more in this group than before. And at the back where you heard the squeak of a chair, uh, a man sits in very light pale leather armor um, almost white as if it's been dyed and bleached and sun faded Uh, he has a leather mask up over his face, a hood pulled tight, you barely get to see his eyes Uh, he's wearing a big heavy duster on top Uh, you do see on his bandolier-esque belt a couple metal rings attached uh, very similar to the one Garth had picked up and handed to Valari. Uh, he already has a half-drank stein of beer with him. And you wonder how that happened because you hadn't seen him at all as you'd entered. He leans forward. <clears throat> so. I'm here to, um discuss a few things with you. Like how you murdered a guy? Well, I was only doing my duties. Well, at least the duties that I'm supposed to do, according to rituals. Um, well, as you might not all know me, people call me the Shadow Blade. He does exist. Yes, yes, I do exist, and I'm not just to haunt the nightmares of children. Well, that is a fun perk of the job. But I do have protection for this city. And he pulls back part of his large duster, and he's got a purple sword emblazoned across the almost white leather armor he's wearing. And he looks across the group. And he leans in a bit further, and a bit more whispered, he goes, And I... I see you've been, um, in contact with my brother. Who's your brother? Ebrit! The same, Ebrit. I have so many questions. How do we save him? Who's older? 
<laughs> um, technically me by four seconds. Twins! Correct you are, sir. That means you'll like the look of him. <laughs> you you will not like what is under this mask. It's seen many battles. But She is a fighter! fighter. <laughs> you don't know. You were I'm, saying. I'm not here for dates or Of course, of course, of course. Courtship. But we are here to protect the land. Um you see, what's brewing in Ibrin is something that happens to the bloodline when a true king or queen hasn't taken the throne. He will take the throne, and he will do it today. Ibrin will take the throne? Is Ibrin the chick? I'm confused. But you're older! But, in our birth, the bloodline had a split. And that split caused the guardian of myself to be servant to the future Dragon King. And because no one has taken the throne, that Dragon King will be my brother. And um, the spirit of the Dragon King wells up inside him now, as you most likely have encountered. Yes, his so eyes blown out. We gotta find the living son of the actual king that died and get him on the throne to, like, subdue this dragon king that's in Hebron. He takes a big chug of his beer and finishes it up, sets it down. Doobly do, it was nice to see you tonight. <laughs> he speaks over the shoulders as someone walks out of the inn. And you can't catch who that person was walking out of the inn. But they, they wave. Oh my gosh. Um, and he looks back and forth. Well, this land doesn't operate strictly on bloodlines. The bloodline comes to play when, well, another true ruler doesn't take the throne. Um, which means if someone else decides to visit the kingship stone before Ibrin does and is accepted by its presence, they might be the new king or queen. Uh. But, Ibrin is drawn to it as we speak. I have a question. Yes. I saw the Book of Kings. Mm-hmm. Human kings looked miserable. Everybody else seemed they were fine. Why is that? The bloodline. Ibrin himself will not be happy with his post, but he will do it out of the bloodline, the oath, the curse. So you guys aren't even supposed to be king. We fill in the spot of kingship as our bloodline has when no other king does. When no one steps up, that makes sense. Right you are, sir. But there were lots of people who wanted to be king. We were at a party at the Calamento mansion and so many people wanted... They just couldn't wait to be king. (laughs) Power. I feel like we have a King Arthur situation. Power is what they go for. As king of the land, you are inheriting power. You will hear the voice and feel the power of the Dragon King if you are the next king. Some seek it out as a way to dominate enemies. Uh, Some seek it out as a way to gain fortune. And some seek it out because they lucked into the cave, such as 
the goblin ruler that we had for only a mere matter of months a few decades back. Saw his picture, yep. So. Was the lower level king murdered because a drow shouldn't die that young? Well, his end was, um... Did you do it? Planned. By who? Why'd you do it? See, he was attempting to uh, seek power in the throne as well, but his goal was to take out a town a handful of days' travel from here. A town named um, Greenmar. There's Man, a, they've had it rough. Yeah, we know that town. And there was a an elf there that ruled, and um, it was his mortal enemy. Well, yeah, that elf was awful. Cat? I don't know who the elf was, but their leader was one of such evil, who was attempting to take the throne himself, just was a few years' study behind. Well, um, you don't really have to worry about him anymore. No. Oh, no, Keth's gone. Keth is no longer in the picture. We um, dispatched him. Well, he pulls out a small notebook and crosses a line off. <laughs> that uh, solves uh, one of my jobs. But let us enjoy breakfast. Um, we will attempt to um, figure out where my brother is at. That seems we'll, pertinent. We'll hear about it soon enough. Um, Would sure. an amulet help? The amulet is, um, of great use. It will help the protector with the new Dragon King. Um, were you able to secure the special amulet? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Alright, so you have the amulet, um, I'll assume. Definitely, you know of his way, but we have the amulet. Do you, do you know where to find the stone? From that, what I... that... From what the I testing stone. Yes, the, the kingship stone, the one that uh, aye, imbues aye. the power. It's outside of town, probably a couple hours' walk. There's a cave in uh, some of the mountains that um, overlooks the city. Also, what do you know about the summoning of a dragon? Summoning of a dragon? Right? That's what they were trying to summon, right? Summon the dragon king. Yeah. There was a group Summoning a dragon king. A what? group of cultists oh, behind yeah, the they were to do that they today. Were, yeah, that, just saying, what does he know about it? That's all I Well, frog um, mania, frog lific, frog. Frog hemith. Frog uh, Well, um, I won't be able to enjoy this breakfast with you. It is on me, um, and whatever tab you have here. No, and he th- stands up what? and kicks the chair out. Drops a handful of gold on the table and says something to the bartender on his way out and blasts through the doors. But well, that's frustrating. Apparently, he didn't know about that one. We were one up on him for a second. Yeah, but now he's gone, and now we can't know about. You you do uh, see that he goes rushing off towards the the hole that uh, had been caused the day prior. Um, and as he's rushing off, you see him lift up his, his coat and strap a few things down as if he almost has a wingsuit he's built. And he, you see him dive into the, the big opening in the ground. Okay, if I get one of those, I don't need the collar anymore. 
It's only for falling, gracefully. Yeah. But, uh, um, with style. He is gone. Um, the bartender comes over, scoops up the, the few gold off of the table, uh, sets breakfast down. Um, okay. it, it seems it's... that um, your, your bills have been paid. Your rooms are um, taken care of for the last couple days. And um, this breakfast and all of your breakfasts have uh, been on that gentleman. Are we okay? When he took off, is the whole inside the inn that he can run? So he's going to run out. You, he runs out, and you see through the window that he rushes off towards the hole. Uh, okay, where the mansion was. Okay. How did he know to go to the hole? He seems to know a lot. Well. It's probably going to have to be a quick second breakfast. Second? We didn't eat the first time. They packed it in bowls that we left at Perkins. Oh, I ate oh, one. I, I was eating on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At this point, uh, Astra is sitting there wagging his tail, waiting for the meat to be set down, and the, the barkeep sets the meat down, and he dives right in, uh, looks across the table, grabs... A jug of water fills a few glasses on the table. Well, enjoy your breakfast. And this is where we're going to leave it. Death Dorian, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Doobly Doo, Penguin Witch Doctor, everyone yeah. else who has joined us for the evening. Podius Shadow Reels, uh, we have enjoyed this session with you. Um, <laughs> And we survived mostly without technical trouble, other than Alex retreating. Other than that one blip. Tiny Alex out. Retreated he retreated the to the top of the mountain. Hi, guys! But, <laughs> we will be back in two weeks. You just lucked out that we were back-to-back on our funky mm-hmm. schedules. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks. We're on the first and third Saturdays of the month right now. Uh, we will be streaming at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or Daylight Time, whatever it is here, because we're silly in the States and we like to change our hours. Maybe we'll be back next week because it's not like we're doing anything else. If if we're still in major lockdown and it works out, maybe we'll try and squeeze another show in. We'll talk to the crew. You watch our social. Uh, <laughs> if it does work out, we will definitely give heavy alerts on social mm-hmm. multiple days in advance. Um, so at least enough. two. At least two. Um, but do check out our social. Do hop into our Discord because that's also where we'll be chatting about these things and all of the fun plans and potential for you know. A Peter Pan inspired or fairy princess inspired uh, next season. So I just gotta kill these characters off quick and we can get to that. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, do check out our sponsors. Uh, again, we partner with people who are doing great things and are growing in their businesses as well as we are. Uh, so we wanna support them too, especially in this time. Uh, and if you are an artist or a craftsperson and you want us to uh, share some of what you have, reach out. We do yeah. have a self-promo spot in our Discord, and we would love to share and show off your works as well. Um, and with that, anyone on stream have any other closing remarks, announcements, mm-hmm. um, etc.? Y'all no? stumble in again now, you hear? Right. Yeah. Stay safe, everyone. Wash Stay your hands. Safe. Stay sanitized. Stay inside. (laughs) And have a good night. Bye. Bye.